Hello, and welcome to episode 24 of the Action Tune Brothers. <laughs> I'm Ben Sturgeon. I'm Matthew Lewis. And today's a special day because, well, it's that time of cast again. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't say year, but this is now doing the season three finale. So, we have two wonderful guests with us today. First off, you probably know him from the season two finale, the guy who was right, Ed Bobinchek. That's right, I was right. I was also on the season one finale. I'm just I'm just like the finale guy here. I also like podcast Viagra, because every time I'm on, things get longer. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, God. And also with us, the... I'm going to edit that I'm like, I'll lie and say I'm going to edit that out with the last time. Right. I'm just going to edit everything. Also with us is, I can't think of anything clever, because he knows a lot about Cora as well, um, Chris Bowe. I mean, that's okay. I, I can't think of anything clever either. So, uh, I, I was here for the last season finale, right? Yeah, no, you, were, you were here for the yeah, season yeah. two finale. Okay, well, good to be back. Hello. Yeah. Um, and now, with all that, since now we're starting this off, let's start with episode 10. Long, Long live, live the, the queen. queen! So, we get Shiro talking about how the Red Lotus is yep. now the newest threat. And Korra learns from Zaheer in the spirit world that... Their plan is to kill all the world leaders. You know, anarchy for kids. Mm-hmm. You son of a jerk. What? Are we swearing? We can swear, right? We already swear a little bit. Okay, so yeah, we already swear. Son of a bitch. I have literally written in my notes something terrible for kids multiple times. <laughs> you stole that <laughs> joke from me. You guys all got their mouths down. You proof. Everybody, <laughs> everybody, here's my proof. Well, because Another everybody visual, can look at that. Yeah, visual jokes that? in an audio podcast. Right. Hey, yeah, Ben, make sure you get a good picture of that for the podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll put it as the thumbnail. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, actually, technically, I got that from Nostalgia Critic, but that's beside the point. Mm. Um, so, after all of that finding out and stuff, Korra and Sami get caught by the Earth Kingdom forces. Earth Queen forces? Earth Queen forces. You're right, you're right. She's barely united um, in the kingdom. Yeah, you know, which, you know, before she could have warned anyone, and, you know, because we yeah, all yeah. love the Queen, hail the Queen. God, oh, gosh, that Queen was a fucking bitch. Yeah, she's awful, but... <laughs> However, on the she ate Bosco, damn, oh, oh, God. Right? <laughs> I feel like that, that doesn't get mentioned enough. She ate Bosco. Yeah, she Possibly. ate Bosco. There was a rumor. Um, but, on a positive note, Bolin and Mako got caught by the Red Lotus. Yeah. Did I say positive? No, I meant that was a negative note. But now, but now both parties are heading for Ba Sing Se. Yo! And thus, we start the episode off. Yep, opens on the Earth Queen's forces wheeling Hannibal Lecter-style Korra. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. I, I thought that was crazy. I mean, obviously it's Korra. She's really strong and all that stuff. They literally had to straight jacket, pin her down like Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, her mouth like uh, barred up because of yep. course she breathes fire all the time. She uh, tries to warn them of the Red Lotus, but the captain is just like, oh, you know, you're crazy, you don't know what you're talking about. That captain's going to be a very prominent character. I don't think he ever gets a real name, though. Oh, by the way, <laughs> that, that fort they're leaving... You want to know what the name of the is? Is that Fort Bosco? Fort Bosco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They mentioned that later. Yeah. Oh, like, oh poor, poor bear. <laughs> but anyway, so you know, as as they're all going away, you know, Asami's chained up and everything like that. Yeah. Or it's like, wait, you can't do this because I met Zaheer, one of the Red Lotus members in the spirit world. He's insane. Yeah, and the, the captain's like doesn't believe her and yeah, nope. put her on. 
on the ship, Asami's being tied to the ground, but she's like flirtatiously asked the guard, like, oh, come on, you're not going to do the time you did the ground, time to do that pole over there. And he's like, oh, sure. Uh, fine, whatever. And then Korra's like, can I get some water? He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to give you elements. I mean, you have air, but we can't really do anything about that. So I mean... Uh, you kind of can. Yeah, Certain right. Certain people can do What's things What's it called? Like also, that? Um, uh, the, the, even besides whatever Dirty Thought Ed's leading to, there's no, also the whole... Also, the uh, the sweat that uh, Toph and Katara used to skip that wood prison in uh, the original series. Well, uh, I mean, to be fair, though, Cora uh, uh, really can't do that. Yeah, she can't move. She, oh, yeah. she can't move. Her tied, literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, after that, we see she wor- worries about Bolin and Mako's. And I wonder if they're okay. Hopefully they got away. When it comes to them being yep. driven by the Red Lotus. <laughs> it, I, I, I kind of like this scene because Mako's like, oh, you're going to be so sorry with this. And Bolin's just making friends. Yeah, Bolin's being a great dude. <laughs> and, 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 and I like it also because Gazan is the same way. He's just is wanting to make, he's he so wants to be friends. Great. Yeah, like but Bolin's like trying to guess things about him. Like, let me see, you're a be- you got your mustache when you were 10. You're yeah, you, you were raised by, by your sister. sister. And just, just going to point this out. There's like an unknown attraction between you two. Gazan oh, and Mingwa. Yeah, and Mingwa. And, and, and of course, Gazan yeah. just like, they, they both look at each other and Gazan's just like, huh, two out of three. Not bad. I'm like, no, you've got to mention that it was uh, uh, Mingwa was like, yeah, that's what I used Because they asked, like, what oh, yeah. you do in prison? And she's like, I just make up fun stories about the guards. You know, oh, yeah, who's, who's, like, who's, a, who's a pastry <laughs> chef? Who's yeah. that, that's right, that's right. That was yeah, one that of the was better amazing. scenes. I, all right, real quick, I want to get everyone's thought on this. Okay. What did you think the, the wrong one of what uh, Bowen guessed? I'm assuming it's the mustache one. <laughs> um, that actually, honestly, I think it's the sister one. I agree. I think it's the sister. Yeah, I, I think I think it was the raised by sisters. Maybe what about I, you. Okay, wait, wait, hang on. So, so, uh, so. Uh, so I was dumb and uh, only <laughs> and only uh, refreshed myself on the last three episodes of the season. Not not so the, the, all four, so I missed the, one. The three things that Bolin guessed that Gazan was two said two of the three were correct. Were Gazan was raised by by his sister uh, by an older sister. Uh, Gazan grew his mustache. It came in when he was ten years old. And there's an unknown attraction between Mingwa and Gazan. Oh, I get. Uh, unspoken. Thank you. Uh, unspoken. Okay, okay. Then um, I, I, yeah, I, I, which one do you think is the wrong one? The one that was wrong, I think, was also the sister. The sister? That's funny. I'll thumb up a two uh, or three against me here, but they're all wrong, of course. Although, <laughs> uh, I'm remembering that scene now. Like, didn't uh, Xan and Mingwa actually look at each other when he oh, was yeah, saying yeah, that? Like, yeah, like, when he mentioned the last one, they both, like, kind of looked at each other like, mm. yeah, they're okay, kind of I don't remember their exact facial expressions, but I think that would be a really big teller <laughs> of which one, whether yeah. it was... Whether the attraction was correct or not. Uh, 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 Mingwa had, like, the kind of tsundere, like, Mm-hmm, kind of thing, yeah. but uh, Gazan was just like, oh crap. Like, he had like the wide eyes, like, uh oh. <laughs> Those two are great. You could argue, also argue that they, they really didn't have as much a connection as uh, Plea and Well, Plea and, Plea and Zaheer well, are literally yeah. like, actively in a relationship. So. I mean, yeah, but like, it was weird. It was weird. Is it real quick? Is it Gazan or Gazan? It's Gazan. Gazan. It's, Gazan. Gazan. it's two A's, so yeah, Gazan. Yeah, okay. like, like they, they, rarely Gazan? Ever speak, they rarely ever speak his, like, verbally speak his name in the show, which I thought was weird. Like, for the longest time, I had no idea what his name was. And then, like, I was rewatching. Uh, I think it was epi- the the second to last episode, and they uh-huh. actually said his name for what yeah, I yeah. Th- what I want to say is the first yeah, time, but um, I have no idea. Me, they always uh, me, once in a while. Actually, to be honest, the only name that's prominent is Zaheer. They don't ever say "please" name that many times, yeah. or uh, Minghua or Gazan. Yeah, they don't say any other names too often, but like they have to either look them up or like I think maybe once in a while they'll say like, "Hey, Gazan, what are you doing?" Right. They, I, don't, I don't think they say his name for like a while, but like, I think names. also they mention them when. Um, Zuko first frees or first goes to make sure that Plea doesn't get 
free, he mentions Gazan and Mingwa. Yep. With Zaheer and stuff like that. But like, oh, yeah, okay. that's very rare that they actually mention their names. Gotcha. But at the but by the by the time we got done with this conversation, they made it to the Earth Kingdom of Ma yeah. Sing Se. And of course, Zaheer's just like gag him. Oh wait, no, not yet. Uh, we cut to Asami talking about how the shoddy capture craftsmanship on these airships. Oh yeah, that's right. And she manages to break off a pipe and pulls up the floor and like she's can't she's unable to free Korra, so she's like, I'm gonna go under here and we're gonna form yeah. a plan. In five minutes, if I don't come back, just yell for the well, guards. It was just just straight up five minutes call for Oh, me. that's right. It was yeah, in five help. minutes, just call for help. Yep, and this is when we cut to the Earth Queen's palace and she awaits Korra. We learn that the ship just left Fort Bosco, the bear, of course. <sighs> and we'll be in Bossing Save very soon. This is when Zaheer and Gang arrive. Yeah, actually arriving to know where the airbenders are. Uh, sec- uh, Admiral Secretary Gunn, that weird little guy who comes up a couple of times, is like, oh, hey, uh, there's some people saying they know where the, avatar, where the airbenders are. And of course, at first, the Queen's like, I don't talk with bounty hunters. And he's like, but since they know this... And okay. they have another present. They bring Mako and Bo in. Yep. And of course, she's like, so what? Are you trying to raise your price? And they're like, no, no, no. These are a gift for you actually wanting to talk to us. Where's my we- airbenders? Well, first, where's the avatar? And they kind of coerce her into making sure that yeah. they get the Avatar. She agrees, and the Red Lotus are taken to a room while the brothers are taken to a dungeon. I mean, she had easily manipulated because she's super I think she's super dumb. lying them. She doesn't have these. She doesn't well, have right, four, yeah. but she's, she's not hinting she's, at that yet. Yeah, she's yeah. she's done it before in the past where she's she just also, lies. Also, pretty dumb. Like I feel like she's like mm-hmm. she's manipulative. She's terrible. She's also pretty dumb. She's yeah, lying on the you're, I mean, you're right. Who, the Earth Queen? Yeah. yeah. Oh, she, yes. She is an idiot, but she can also, like, manipulate people. Then yeah. again, being, like, a despot, the despot that she is, I guess she can kind of uh, get away with it. I hate her. Yeah, <laughs> right. She also uh, holds, like, one of the most powerful positions in all yeah, of... Yeah, one of the most uh, lands in the entire series, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This is when Korra, back with the ship, distracts the guard, and Asami knocks him out with the keys, with the classic, oh, my, the prisoner's sick. And so they free yep. Korra, and they begin to do some damage. They get to the shore, to the uh, top of the ship. They immediately like throw the guy against the controls and well, not the they, captain. Not they. Of course, yeah, Cora does. Of course. But before all that happens, the captain actually does get through the bossing, say, saying, "Hey, we're under attack. Yeah, we're please going find down. us in this we're in the location. Desert. Help us." And even Asami's like, uh, "Cora, you, you might have went a little too far. You broke the radio and the controls." Yep. Cora uh, being Cora, just you Cora, know. And Cora <laughs> has a good point. It's not her fault that Cabbage Core airships are made crappy. Yeah, yeah, but she also, like, threw them at the yeah, control. Right, right. right. The thing. Like, she just went head on and didn't even think about what she was doing because it's Cora. Yeah, of course. I love her. She's awesome, but, <laughs> but it's very destructive. Oh, very, nature. very indeed. Yep, Cora isn't having any of that. Asami wants to fix the ship, but just then, something, what is it? They uh, got hit by something that start falling from the sky? No, yeah, it, well, yeah, they, uh, no, the controls were down and stuff, so they had to make a crash landing yep. and they hit a dune. Yeah, and this is when we come back to the prison with the brothers. They want to find a way out. Another prisoner, like a crazy old man, is just like, "Yeah, hey, I want out too. Help me! I want help me with help me get to my wife and five kids." Yeah, this is when Bolin. They say Bolin Metal Band, and everyone's like, "Yeah, Bolin, you can do it." Everyone's cheering him. Yeah, Bolin. And Bolin's He's like, like, "I can't." Uh, He's and trying, he and he cannot still. That, yeah, he still cannot. The guy was also then. fun because, uh, as a parent myself, he's like, you know, I had five kids. It was great the first few months. I actually got sleep. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> tried to myself. Right. He's like, yeah, that's pretty true. Yeah, that'd be pretty <laughs> nice. <laughs> that sounds so wonderful. Sleep, tied to myself. <laughs> but then, it is true. You do miss it after a while. Uh, Ma- yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, that was a really funny scene. But uh, this is when Lynn, driving a jeep to the Oasis, finds the gang's cars. And Naga and Babu. Yeah, I, I like it because like, Naga was like, oh, yeah, like jumps you, I'm saying you want to just lick my face. Here, chew my knees and shut up. <laughs> 
this is when Tom Rachi radios Tom Rock and says, uh, this is where we're meeting up, stay, come meet me here. Oh, yeah, and it was at the Misty Oasis. Misty, Misty Palm Oasis. Yes. Yeah, yep. Uh, this is when Cora and Asami are trying to get the now-crashed ship back into order. Which I think is hilarious because, I mean, they're, they're like, hey, we need to get out of this desert. And the captain's just like, no, we're staying here. We're not going to do anything. Yeah, we don't trust the, I called for backup. They're going to be here soon. And everyone's like, well, that's not good because then they see a dune moving in the background. Oh, no. What are you talking about? It's a mirage. The desert will play tricks on you. Yeah, yeah. Then we find out it's like a giant, like, Yeah, Seven Drone. Yeah, Seven Drone. Seven Drone. Yeah, it looks like. It looks like a big giant sand shark exactly like that in Mars. It's more like a tiger Yeah, yeah. I'd say more of a tiger. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. a good one too. Except for uh, it's like it's like a. Yeah, it built like an actual because it doesn't have arms. It has like just fins. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the fins on the side. And then everyone's like, "So you wanna you you wanna see if we can uh, fix the ship, or do you want to wait and meet that guy?" Yep. Captain's is like, "Okay, one, fine." Yeah, Sami begins to try. It's like, "Okay, well, the ships. Oh, it, they, they, that's their plan. They're unable. The thing bites the ship in half and breaks it. Well, they, they, they gotta do get it working. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's working. It's going. It's working.' And then the band, the Sephardrome, knocks it out of the sky. And they're like, or the tiger uh, Zamtrios. And then they're just like. Okay, we'll make a sand sailor like the sand like sandbenders use. That's what the trick is going to be. And <laughs> that's a Me- new plan. Meanwhile, back at the Earth Kingdom, the Red Lotus are sitting in wait. I would say there's a shot. That's a really cool shot that I wanted to use for the, uh, like, it's just plea with, like, a drink. And then, like, everyone's just sitting around all coolly in the room. I was like, that's a really right. cool shot. <laughs> um, but and like, then, you got to mention, because I wrote this in my notes, so I'm going to mention this. Where uh, they're like, man, we got to wait around for this thing to pick us off one by one. And I'm like, wait a minute. Pick off one by one. This thing is massive. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It can be tiny. You're gonna eat as a group. Like, let's be fair. You gotta eat from yeah, This is not the thing or something. <laughs> it's a giant sand shark that's swimming through a desert. It's well, just gonna eat you all. It literally it chomped the entire ship. In like one gulp almost. Oh, Except for the front good. and the back end, because you can see like the one the driver like just sitting there like yeah, it's terrifying. That was amazing. Yeah. But uh, in the palace, after that really cool shot, we see Zahir, Sibadai, the agent, follow and run through the palace entrance, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna follow that yeah. guy. I'm gonna follow that dude." Uh, and then of course he listens in and finds out well that Korra is stranded, stranded in the, the desert. desert, but they already have another ship on the way, so. Uh, as Zaheer hears this, it's like, so what are we going to do? Yeah, goes back to the uh, to the group and says, all right, new plan. We're not going to wait around here. <laughs> Time yeah, to we're wait we're not going to wait. We're, we're not going to even try to find her because even in the desert, we're not going to have good thug. Yeah. Time for her to come to us. They burst into the queen's throne room and tell the queen, Cora isn't coming, is she? She denies it and threatens them all. Like, oh, where are the airbenders? Tell me. The Dai Li uh, surround the Red Lotus. They easily take out the Dai Li. And then... <laughs> Super the, easy. Oh, yeah. Well, the Dai Li were never that impressive. Gun, <laughs> but they're gun, cool airbenders. That's what they Gun, are. the only smart person, Secretary does the smart runs. thing and runs away. Oh, yeah. And, and then... Zahir tells her... Oh, Lord. He doesn't believe in queens. And then does it, what we always thought airbenders <laughs> are capable of. <laughs> that uses a that uses her own air yeah, to from her own body. And vacuum. Yeah, and vacuums literally all the air out of her yeah and yeah she dies absolutely guys like she's dead it was a brutal brutal killing it was four kids (laughs) (laughs) exactly it was insanely cool um but yeah it's just like oh my goodness like when i when i saw that i knew this series was gonna get like heavy yeah but then that happened i'm like look we got we already have blood bending we don't need Air bending air out of, <laughs> out of people. Lungs. No, 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 guys, guys, guys. And, and it's there, there, there's no blood. There was no gore. So it's fine. It's fine. It's totally fine for kids. Like kids just know that. Oh, we were just just, just taking a nap. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just have the long air literally sucked out of your lungs. It's fine. Well, okay, okay. Well, then how about this? Immediately after that happened, oh, yeah. Zahir's like, 
hey, you, radio man, yeah. let's, let, 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 I need to make a message. And he tells the entire world of Ba Sing Se yep. that yep, the entire world of Ba Sing Se. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, let's be honest. They do think it's the entire world. It is the Earth Kingdom after all. I so mean, Ba Sing Se is also its own Huge. massive yeah, seriously. ecosystem. Yeah. Like, um, that's, that's true, yeah. He's a broadcast that he's murdered the queen, and now it's time for revolution! And that's when Gazan just was like, the coolest, like, the, the it's coolest like here's like Mr. Gazan tears out of this wall. Yeah, he brings down the unbendable <laughs> wall. Mr. Gazan tears out of this wall. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! That's how dope Lava Bending is. He brings yes, down the unbreakable wall of Vasing Say single-handedly. He demolishes it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Iro also blew a massive hole in the wall. Yeah, and so did that weird sex drill that Azula had. <laughs> no, but, no, but like, we all agree that those four are fucking overpowered as fuck, right? Yeah, they're oh, yeah, definitely. I love them all. They're all great. Um, <laughs> Like, like I feel like too like you get Ming Wah is not even talked. I mean again I'm mean, you know in the episode we thought yeah she's really really good. If you think about like people. again she's psychic bend she's psychic water bending as well. I like think, yeah, obviously lava bending is powerful. Pli has whatever that ability is. <laughs> so here just on the same day he got air bending is now a, a master apparently. Of course. But Pli is able to literally just like Ming-Wah, psychic water bending. Ming Wah. Yeah yeah. Psychic water bending like. That's not nothing. Like, like really exactly. water bending is ridiculous. Each of, these, each of these people are amazing in their own merit. Actually, as much as I love water bending, I actually have to say that Ming Hua is my favorite because she literally has no arms and she just uses water bending with her mind yeah. to make arms. I was gonna say I love Plea not besides the fact that she has a dope undercut and is huge. Uh, she can also <laughs> explode around point. corners. She yeah. is amazingly yeah. like. I, that's another thing. Like, about that, she's yeah, yeah. massive. Like, <laughs> Dude, yeah, she is. She's like Amazonian tall. Yeah, yes. but also the fact that her her um, uh, sparky sparky boom thing can go around corners. She does yes. it a bunch. Mm-hmm. She did it a bunch that, yeah. episode when they kidnapped Cora. She did it several times, like around corners. I, was like, I Holy noticed shit. that. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. No, like, it, can, it, it can't turn on a dime, but it does turn corners. Yeah, 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 it, it does. does. Yeah. I'm just curious. Like, I wonder if like that your size or something is a factor in that because sparky sparky boom man was also really big. So I'm wondering if like where they come from you know or whatnot like where they I get that ability it could, it could also be uh, like kind of like with air bending or any bending uh, she just kept practicing more and more with it until she was able to master it a little bit more I don't, I don't know. know we don't know it could be what bending it doesn't seem like something just anyone can do that's a genetic thing yeah, yeah, yeah there's, right. special, there's special requirements for that yeah. same with lava bending I'm pretty sure you need to have oh, at yeah. least one fire bending person in your family I'm sure to be able to do that oh, I'm sure yeah. it's not a coincidence uh but yeah, oh, yeah, so Mako uh, blows. What is it? Blows the torches and the yeah, he's trying to blow torches. Blow torches. Yeah, like, like with his it's like, really cool. come on, Mako, you can do it. This is your time. You said that last time. Well, now Wait, this Mako's Bolin. Bolin. <laughs> again, trying to cheer him on to metal bend once again, but he tries and again and all the all doors, doors open except for that. He metal bended. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good job, Bolin. Yeah, he he he, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. So here walks around the corner. And he's, and he's like, like look. I'm going to let you guys go, but you have to deliver a message for me. Yep, What's the message? We'll find out later. We cut back to the desert. They finally finished the sand glider as the Cephadrome Tiger Zamtrios returns. Yep. And uh, they I mean, they get attacked and everything. And even there's that scene where they get almost inside the thing's mouth. And yep. Cora's just like, fire. Yeah, you know why that happened, them. right? It's because that one dude's like, yeah, we're going to make it. It's yeah. like, oh, you just yeah, you, you're just like, yeah. way to go, dude. But and then they, they, uh, like their their sand uh, their sand thing is destroyed and everything, and they slide in to a bunch of sand raiders. Yeah, like, to the oasis. What a what a 
practically you uh, partially used sand, sand? Uh, sand speeder or whatever the hell sand speeder. Right. No, my yeah. wife pointed out like can Cora not sand bend? So who was sandbending? Someone was. No, she Cora. was using air. Yeah, Cora was using. Well, she was I, using air. Which is what Ang was doing when he was doing it back then too, though. Right, right but. Maybe it's more no, no, but, but I mean, it makes you curious then. Is sand bending its own form of earth bending? Similar like, is that a foggy swamp like offset? You know, I, I feel like sand bending is it's just like like a mix of earth and air. Yeah, it's like mud. Yeah, kind of like yeah, like, just like when yeah. uh, when uh, like Toph and Katara had the mud fight where they were both like doing it, the bending the mud together. Like yeah, probably something like that. So like an uh, airbender see... could do it like just making a small tornado, but a sandbender could just use the sand to do the same thing. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably <laughs> I feel like we things. would have seen like sand bending is something you don't see a lot of guys do. The most, you, the most you really see is back in uh, the uh, premiere of season two that one general does that to uh, Katara. To oh, there's quicksand. That yeah. Boomy, Boomy did that too. Yeah, right, Boomy oh, does yeah, it too. Yeah. So you really don't see Earthbenders make like sand. Well, it's a very succinct oh, way to kill. Are talking about that? Like, the, uh, it was like the first episode of season two, I think. Where, yeah. Like, or where, where, where the Earth, where the Earth general, or whatever, is like for, trying to force A into the Avatar state. Yeah. Oh, I. Oh yes. god, that episode pissed me the fuck off. Oh yeah, uh, like, you don't do that shit to Katara. You just don't. Okay, that, like, that's another. That's another uh, great aspect of Earth that you can just turn solid rock or stone into sand as well. A quick but sand. then you also Toph does the opposite. If you remember in the yeah, library, she solidifies she it to yeah, get because yeah, you can't see in the sand. Yeah. yeah. Um. But with all of that, um, the the guys are like the general guys. Like, hey, look, whatever you did to the Earth Queen, it's definitely above my pay cut. One guy's like, wait. Is that a dragon? Yep, we see a big old at? dragon. And we, all, we all know, yeah, Zuko's dragon. Just as Naga like, jumps on Korra and everyone's happy. Yep, they all head to the now, First off, uh, a few things. One, that captain had a hook hand that we just oh, see. Oh, yeah, yeah, he finally end. reveals. Oh, yeah. Why does he, he just see this now? <laughs> he had his hand behind his back the whole scene. That <laughs> yeah, he, he did, yeah. So. Also, it was Naga jumped on Mako, no. and Bolin saw Pabu, and it's like, oh, hey, Pabu, you know, whatever. Right? <laughs> Wait, Pabu? But that, but that doesn't happen yet. First, you see Naga uh, jump uh, Korra, and then they go inside to the, t- the uh, town, and that's when they see Mako and Bolin, too. No, no, no. But Mako and Bolin come later. Oh, no, no. Yeah, that's next episode. Yeah, that's next episode. Yeah, right now, right now, Korra and Asami are the only ones that make they it. They arrive, and they see oh, Zuko, Tanrock, and Lin. That's yep, right. And I'm back. T- that's when Tanrock says, like, oh, we're glad to see you, but did you hear the news? What and they're news? Like, what? Then the radio. Yep. On cue. Cue radio. Once again. Everything in the in Bossing Se is in utter chaos because yep, the Earth Queen is dead. dead. Contrary to popular belief, there is a war in Bossing Se. Yes. Gotta give that to you. Gotta give that to you. Thank you. Um, um, and of course, when's the episode? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah, that, yeah, that is the, the end of the episode. After that, this is when we get the final end of the episode from Korra. This is only the beginning. Bum, bum, bum. And that's the end of that and, first yeah, episode. And, uh... Absolutely oh, my goodness. <laughs> seeing, yeah, seeing the Airbenders actually finally do the whole taking the breath out of the thing, that's like a theorized thing since, like, the first series. Uh, I'd right? actually see it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that, was, that was brutal, too. Oh, like, yeah, that's that crazy. Seriously. Her face, like, yeah, the actual shock on seeing it. Seeing the actual air coming There are some dark moments that get overlooked. For kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you, and you want to know the worst part about it is, I mean, after I watched that episode, seeing what Zaheer did, my first thought was, oh, Lord, it's only going to get darker from here, isn't it? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of getting darker, mm-hmm. we go to episode 11, The, the Ultimatum. Ultimatum. Ba Se has fallen. Yeah. Par- uh, apparently after Zaheer and his crew killed the queen... 
Mm-hmm. The city is now in utter chaos, you know, because anarchy. For kids! Yeah, Thank you. But, like, yeah, I mean, it's just not an anarchy. It's, like, bad. Yeah. Which I, I don't it's understand. Horrible. I mean, the leader was only killed and, like... The whole thing thrown into Some a bunch crazy of chaos. I'm surprised <laughs> that the city did not, everyone did not come together and say, "You know what? Life here has been so fantastic. We can all rise above this terrible tragedy." Oh God! Because no. there's because actual looting going around, and there's like rubble and and fire buildings are fire and buildings one, are destroyed one the, everywhere. One of the things I didn't get to mention in the previous episode. One of my favorite parts: a bunch of guys run up to a guard. We're stealing things. You can't stop us. The guard's like, what are you talking about? I'm going to join you. I know where the good stuff is. That's, yeah, that's this episode. It's amazing. Yeah, I was say, <laughs> wow. But what are all these looters planning on doing with this? What are they going to do? Go over to the shop and sell it? Yeah, because A, that shop has money. B, <laughs> the shop's going to give you the money. And C, the shop isn't on fire already. Yeah, of course, and that's everything already stolen from it. Yeah, well, well yeah. where are they going to go? Where are you going to do with this? Sales, mm-hmm. tiny towns, but, like, but yeah, how are they going to get out of Boss? You can say. There's like a the desert around you. Now. Well, is it a desert? What? I thought it was regular. It's like regular uh, it's mountains. Deserty. It's a mountain. It's a mountain. Remember the baby to they had back when the angles oh that serpent's passed though yeah but that's to boxing say it's still not an easy track it's not an easy track but yeah, yeah I was like, I was like, you're gonna die yeah, before yeah. you get anywhere so there's gonna be a massive pattern of they're stolen stuff they're stealing blimps and stuff too and then well, that one makes sense <laughs> yeah and then after you oh, know finding out i mean pretty much the uh the last it, it is like the last time you know Korra and Asami escaped. They yeah. met with Tanrock. And of course, now we focus on Zaheer freeing Bolin and Mako. Yep. And if the, and if they are going to find Korra and Asami on t- in time. Yeah, this is when the bros, they're seeing all the crazy looting and get that funny scene with the guard. <laughs> the bros decide that they need an airship and they try, they try to like hold off some looters. <laughs> but like they're unable to. Well, so, well, well Mako, was, yeah, Mako was able to But then him. Bolin's just like, hey guys. Queen's treasure is on the third floor. And yeah. they all leave. Uh, yeah, gold. Oh, this is oh, yeah, Queen's yeah, yeah. gold. Bolin says, I know how to fly a ship for. Not really, but I'll figure it out. How hard could it be? And this is when he starts like, almost killing people. Hit the up button! Yeah. I know it's the up button! Oh, here it is. So great. As they fly, we see the city on fire, and he says, we gotta, What about our family? We, we gotta take care of them. And he's like, We don't have time, but we. Uh, fine, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> they oh. uh, drop down and save them, go to the grandmother. The grandmother refuses to leave. Oh, like, she is heavy on refusing. Like, All the whole even, there, even, like, even Bolin like, gives the heartfelt speech, and she's just like, No, I'm not leaving, even though literally the door being Behind him is like, on fire. Like, uh, all right, come on, Grandma, just push it over. Yeah, just fix her up. Gets and of all the things. Yeah. Uh, the grand the grandmother bless her heart. One thing she wants, other than her family to be safe, is the picture of the Earth Queen. Yep. Yeah, oh, like, I think that picture is hilarious. She grabs off the wall and they drag her out. Um, Mako doesn't know where the family's going to live now as they're all loaded onto the airship and like, okay, we're we're, we're going to figure yep. this out. But first things first, we got to deduce where Korra is on this map. Yep. And then they try to backtrack, trace the steps. Yep, they go through the desert, and we see the whole family looking out the windows for hours and hours. Everyone's getting tired, even the little kids. It's a really funny scene. Right. And then it's like, hey, there's the wreckage. Yep. Oh, wow. So, um, where are they? I don't know, but there's tracks. Yep, and they arrive at the Oasis. I love how Push- the one dude, uh, as they were flying over, it was just like, you know, I could have handled it by myself. Mm-hmm. You know, but, I mean, but thanks, thanks, I guess. Yep, that voice actor, <laughs> Greg Sipes. Once what? again, wait, what? Greg Sipes. Beast Boys voice actor and the one who follows the podcast on uh, Twitter. <laughs> Hi. 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 I'm listening. Yo. Hey, and guess what? We got your name right this time. Yeah, I got it right this time. Uh, but this is when we finally arrive at the Oasis. <laughs> and of course, I, I, this, this is one of my favorite parts too because Bolin's like, all right, guys, we don't know where Korra is and we're going to have to split up and search for her. 
Pabu jumps on jumps onto her <laughs> is like, oh yeah, Pabu, we're gonna need your help and Pabu yeah, starts Pabu's like cuddling there. and kissing him and the grandma's like, what is he doing with that rat and why is he kissing the rat? <laughs> yeah, they're discussing that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, finally, and, we, yeah, we're, yeah. Getting, we're getting some group photos for the podcast right now. <laughs> is that actually a selfie stick? Yeah, yeah. it sure is. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> they, sure that now, the these podcast? things don't exist in the Avatar world just yet because they haven't even been phones. But, I mean, Asami is, you know... Well, they have telephones. They just don't have cell phones. I mean, they, they literally just recently invented cars. Well, they, they, got, they got a long way to go. Oh, they have movies. Movers. Oh, yeah. At... That's how we had to watch Nut I mean, Tuck. Sky yeah. Warrior! Yeah. Come soon to a theater near you. <laughs> this is only um, excuse you, Nut Tuck, hero of the South. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. No, this, this is a sequel, Nut Tuck Sky Warrior. Oh, course, anyway, oh, anyway. That was what he wanted to make when he like, had the uh, glider or whatever. Something yeah, like yeah, that. the finale season two. Yeah, 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 it, yeah. Is, it is. New, I can see the new film right now, yeah. Nut Tuck Sky Warrior, <laughs> which yeah, I will watch. Finally, Asami oh, and oh, Korra okay. meet up with Bolin and Mako. Mako gives an awkward hug and is very apologetic to Korra. It's a very funny scene. And then we find out, we finally figure out what the message is. Oh, no, wait, for that, we see oh. uh, the adult gang, which is Tan Rock Lin and Zuko. Bolin freaks out at Zuko, which is yeah, cool. like, yes. <laughs> and look, Marcus is like, look, we're sorry, but oh, we oh, are honored to see Now you. is when we were just like, like, like yes, Pablo, we're going to help you. Pablo! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why why is he hugging that rat? Yeah, oh yeah. no, he's kissing, kissing that giant rat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great. Uh, also, is. this is when uh, the grandmother assumes that Asami is the the avatar. It's like, oh, you're so beautiful. And then, like, he's like, uh, actually, actually, Korra. And she's like, oh, you're so muscular. Like, for <laughs> a woman. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, like, of course, it's like, thanks. Uh, thanks. You too? <laughs> and, then, and then, best awkward moment ever. Oh, these two are lovely ladies. Mako, why aren't you dating someone like these two? Yeah, and everyone's just like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally didn't date both of them. Yeah, one of them home <laughs> boyfriend and ditched both of them and cheated on both of them with the other one. This is why we see Mako tells uh, Korra about Zaheer's message that he will wipe out the Air Nation unless she turns herself in. Yep, going to the, going to the Northern Air Temple and obviously... Everyone is devastated. Yep, this is when Korra runs to Radio Tens, and so that they can return. Uh, like, um, do they get to the well? Metal? This is when they get to the They found Zafu? out that uh, yeah, they found out that the radio that they have doesn't have long range, but Zafu has has something like that. Yep. So they start heading to Zafu. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Zafu, man, they're ahead of the times. Who knows what crazy they things are They are wonderful, and they are right, and I hope that they take over the world. Now let's get to the next line. <laughs> right here, man. Right here. I'm just saying, like, you, you hope they'll take over the I world? Yes. I don't know, man. Just spouting out random I stuff. I can't imagine what kind of crazy things they might come up with someday. People, yeah. people from there. Yeah, who uh, knows? Sue I have is, no idea what they're talking about. They try to, they're they trying to radio tens, and Sue says that no one's answering there, and this is when uh, Sue says she's worried about Opal, who's also there training. And then, Cor- so Cora's like, all right, so this is what's going to happen. I'm going to go to the spirit world and see if I can find Zaheer, because I know where he goes. Yep, Sue is going to ready some airships and metal guards to go there and help fight. As and well. Mako and Bolin are going to keep trying for Air Temple Island. Yep, keep and trying Grandma's that area. Going, and Northern Grandma's going to go take a nap. Yes, yes. that is very important. <laughs> you go, girl. <laughs> In the spirit world, Korra's just running around screaming, Zaheer, come out, Zaheer! But and then she, she gets meets... visited by best boy, Tad. Iro. He looks for, a, he's looking for a teapot, he says, but he offers Korra some advice, as he always does. That's incredibly helpful. And it's when he hints about talking to Zuko, like the old Avatar did, because he was so close with Aang. Yep, because th- that's when we also get a reminder that 
Cora can't talk to her past lives anymore. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, no connection to Rava, which is going to yep. be who knows that'll be important later. But um, she's connected with Rava, but it's the Rava's that's all later. Past lives <laughs> Any, dead. Yeah, anyway, yeah. this is when uh, Zuko she finds Zuko and sees that he's preparing to leave because he needs to watch protect his daughter because of Zahir's plan to kill all world leaders. Yep. Which, which, by the way, I mean, I knew Zuko wasn't the Fire Lord, yeah. but when he's like, "Yeah, I have to protect my daughter," and then Korra goes, "Yeah, you have to protect the, the Fire, Fire Lord," I'm just like. Really? That's, that's it before. Right. Have they? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I must have missed that earlier then. Yeah, I think I, uh, uh, Iroh Jr. said, I have to protect my mother, the fire, my, my mother, the fire lord. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. By the way, has yeah. anyone noticed, I don't know if it's been mentioned before, Zuko's hair is grown out like the way Iroh's was? Yeah. Is he Fire Nation style? Yeah, he's got the is fire, that fire. Is that Fire Nation? Yeah, and also people pointed out that, um, that. that uh, Boomy's hair is cut the exact same way as the Fire Nation thing. Yeah. Is in the Royal that's Army. right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I, okay. I, I, like I said that before, too. That's right. You probably did say that. I think yeah, you yeah. probably did. Yeah. 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 I heard it. Anyway, it's my idea now. So that's <laughs> <laughs> just like I made this. Yeah, uh, this is when uh, she asks him, "What would Aang do in this situation?" And he said, "Well, he would sacrifice everything to save Airbenders, but he also would want to save everyone." So, so he would oh. sacrifice himself. Yeah, he sacrificed yeah, himself. Not answer. Yeah, of course. Like that, which is a very Aang thing to do. Like Aang, goddamn it, make a decision. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then of course after all that. Um, Oh, we oh we actually get th- uh, Mako's like we actually got through, and we get Milo being a butthead like always. Uh, actually, just before that, oh, yeah? we have Korra mention Iroh to Zuko, and he's like, "Oh, you talked to my you talked to my uncle." It's oh yeah, very, that's right. Very he sad was like face. looking like what? Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, oh. Right, then Mako's <laughs> yep. all like, oh, we got through, yep. and of course we hear we hear Milo being the butthead, being like, "Who is this?" Oh, I told you, this is Bolin. Bolin's not here right now. It's like, no. And then, of course, Korra's just like, I'm done with this. Like, yeah. You, get your commanding officer right now. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes, no, sir. No, she said, like, Milo, this is your commanding officer. Get your dad. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. Yes, Fine. sir. Yeah. I, I don't recall her having that much influence over Milo, though. I think he's like authority because he's a weird, crazy well, yeah, person. He's a weird little bad boy. Yeah, he is <laughs> ever, since, ever since they were training the airbenders, he was like drill sergeant. Yeah, he's like that kind of dude. He's cool as heck. Um, All right. Yeah. yeah. Tenzin arrives on the call, but just as Korra is warning him of Zaheer, he tells her, Zaheer's here now. <laughs> There's a weird sentence to say, Zaheer's here now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, like, yeah, I was going to say, like, wow, what are the odds that the second that she talks to Tens, they finally get him, he shows up. Yeah, I know, also, right? Also, it was only the four of them on that ship, right? Um, mm-hmm. Someone's flying. It has to be, because, like... I literally... <laughs> in I, a minute, like, yeah. I in a minute, someone's flying. It. Well, we they no, they, they, there's some extra guards there. I mean, like, like, later in the episode, we see, like, actual, like, like other guards who are, like, keeping track of... Of the airbenders, right? Yeah, they mentioned. No, that was, that they was mentioned uh, later that there are some other people in the next a couple of episodes. That was, uh, but yeah, someone had to be flying it because they're all—all all three of them are on the air temple. And, and then please, like, leaving out the out. door. So, yeah. so someone's dragging like, it around. I didn't put that up. Like, <laughs> who are you flying about? Airship. Wait, what are you talking about? They've invented autopilot. Just kidding. No, they haven't. No, yeah, we're just really circling, so it could have been easily. Maybe, but before that, we see uh, Boomy starts is told to gather all the students, and Kai is told to get some more of them. And but. Kazan lava bends and stops them because he's the best. Yes, he is. <laughs> he's the best, yeah. you say. Kaya is meditating when Bumi runs in and says, Well, we gotta get out of here. We gotta go. But Mingwa arrives, grabs Opal as a hostage, and is holding her against I'll the I'll kill her if you yeah. do not do as we say. Yeah, and this one, Zaheer gets Tenzin and his whole family cornered. And he's like, <laughs> and of course, Zaheer, being the being the man that he is, is like, Hey, 
do what we say and you'll all live. Yep. Would yeah, I okay. lie? The Red Lows gather all the airbenders in the temple in one place and tell them to wait for Korra. And of course, Tenzin's like, uh, not gonna happen. And then starts beating the crap out of them. Yeah, with, blows with, them Kai, with, with Kaya and Boomy, of course. And well, Jamora. Tenzin was a beast at this point. Oh this my goodness, yeah, he was. Oh gosh. Yeah, he's like, what in the butt? This, uh, Janora's told to, uh, move everyone while Kaya and Boomy try to fight um, Mingwa and Gazan. Yep. Yes. And, well, and, no, and Zaheer, because Zaheer's there, too. No, Zaheer's fighting uh, Tenzin. Oh, yeah, right, because they separate. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this is when we get to the thing with Plea fl- being on the airship that's being flown. Yeah, because he's like, don't be in her light of sight. Yeah, Janora's just like trying to, she's just beaming down, sniping them all out of the air because she's like insanely awesome. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, um, uh, wh- wh- who do we cut to first? Uh, Kai and Janora are trapped with the others trying to cross a bridge yeah. with All right, so we are with the bison. Yeah, and then we see, oh yeah, and then we see Tenzin being bested, besting here in a yes. airbending fight, which is pretty cool. That's that a was, the Oh my goodness. That was a... something you don't get to see like once every ever. Yeah, yeah once every ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was awesome. Because here at this point had only been like Overpowering everybody because no one yeah. knows about it. Yeah, no one knows about airbending. Yeah, but yeah. Something I noticed too was the way they jumped. You could tell like ancient versus I guess modernish because mm-hmm. like Tenzin always spun when he was jumping a bunch. He was yeah. always like kind of rotating. Uh-huh. But Zaheer was just like just regular kind of jumping. You know, like, 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 like Mario Bros. jumping. Yeah, <laughs> like he really was. Very much. Yeah. I suppose all the robes that he wears probably, probably helped Tenzin a lot with his airbending because he's much more flowy with them. Fair. Yeah. Very, very, very cool. And, you, and um, you saw it too, because the hero again, the hero was very structured and, mm-hmm. and rigid, and you could tell was untrained despite being somehow a master. Yeah, the, I think the, he just well, studied the, the only, styles, and, would have, and when he had the airbending, it was just like a simple. Yeah, because I mean, Kai does mention earlier, like he knows a lot. He already about studied airbending. Crazy, yeah. yeah. How, how 13, how 13 years of prison can do something to a man. You know? But he could have just like if he like, even if you never had airbending before, you could do like the. Um, the, the Hungar, like, uh, martial arts style. And eventually, if you got it with Betty, you'd be like, okay, well, this is the same was, thing. He was doing a completely different style. Because, again, yeah. he's very rigid and he punchy. studying that like, Guru Lahima's uh, style from thousands of years ago. But, possibly. but Tenzin, I mean, like, literally, like, one of his moves is when he dodges and fires back. Like, mm-hmm. that was something that you don't see from almost any other style. Waterbending's the closest I get to that. Yeah, well, they're the closest, I think, in similarity in, like, how they work. Uh, yeah. Water, but, yeah. Uh, Kaya is fighting Mingwa, uh, spinning. She's like doing some crazy like spinning blades thing, which is really cool. She yeah. keeps dodging them. Uh, she goes full octopus mode as she like gets yes. thrown from the building, and like Mingwa is just ready to go. And uh, this is a really cool scene. But she beats Ka- Kaya back eventually. Yep. Which I was I wrote down my notes. I said disappointing for Katara's daughter to be so like I get Mingwa is like beyond a master. She's like, beyond a master. They yes. said like all four of the of the Red Lotus could take down any master. But when they're together, they can take down whole nations. And so, yeah. yeah. They, I, which I get. But, like, it didn't even feel like it was close at points. Right, yeah. I mean, I could, I could, you'd like to think, being Katara's daughter, that Kai would at least put up more of a fight. She's, I, don't think, I, don't think, I don't think Kai is, like, a, like a master waterbender. There was that part like, in her life where she did, like, go and try to find herself. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, well, her airbending style compared to, like, the two brothers, uh, Noah Tak and um, Tanrock from last season. Airbending style? Oh, yeah, the airbending style. The waterbending style <laughs> of the two, of Korra's dad and the chief, they were, like, their waterbending fight was, like, really intense, but, like, totally different than anything we've seen Kaya do, because they're, like, constantly freezing stuff and making, like, solid, almost earthbending, like, objects, but then also, like, sliding and skating and all kinds of things that we don't see Kaya really doing when she's doing her stuff. But I guess technically they're always surrounded by tons of water in like in a water yeah, setting. But she just she never at any point I think 
feels like she's like a really strong water bender. Mm-hmm. She but loses yeah. every fight that I can think of. She's I in. think I want to say that it feels to me like she was more aggressively trained in the healing aspect of water bending rather than yeah. fighting. I mean, like Katara was very good at both, but I feel like maybe because she wasn't like as focused in in combat that maybe that's why she wasn't quite as as good of a fighter against a really. OP a murderer. <laughs> a murderer. Yeah, a literal murderer. Right. I was gonna say also the fact that she was like really hippie, she could be like a pacifist or something more like Aang, where she's like even more than Tenzin doesn't want to fight. Oh yeah, that, 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 that is true. And if you think about it too, you're right. I like what Chris is thinking, because she also, you know, if she went on her journey, Katara probably would have let her go and probably told her, here's how you heal yeah. really well so you stay safe. And also, like Katara had to learn basically because they were at war. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Kaya probably didn't grow up inside of war. Boomy yeah. grew up in more war than Kaya. Yeah, but also, like, when we see, um, like, Mingwa took down Eska and Desna and a bunch of other waterbending guards to free plea, she literally just, like, slaps them against the wall, freezing it, and that's, they're done. She's, like, taking out tons of waterbending masters, so the fact that Kaya lasts as long as she did is still pretty impressive. That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> fair. I'll give you that. I will give you that. Yeah. but I was going to say earlier, like, I, I wouldn't say that, like, uh, Kaya didn't put up much of a fight. Like, she put up a hell of a fight, but, like, I mean, she was just no matcher for Megwa. Yeah. And speaking of no match, Boomy yeah. was fighting. Crushed by Gazan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, novice airbender, beyond master, airbender. <laughs> Do I want my notes for that? Boomy yeah. first, Gazan. Lol. L L L. This uh, was really cool, but then eventually, but funny, uh, a very clever thing that's never really like spoken out or like you know like blatantly ex- like you know expositioned out is that Boomy gets close to Gazan. That's his like, and then literally Gazan can't bend lava anymore because he, if he does, he'll hurt himself. Oh snap! Boomy literally grabs him and is like physically like punch fighting him and like keep physically keeping close to him. And I'm like, oh yeah, in a, like an RPG or something like that, that'd be like the obvious strategy because he can't lava bend around himself or right, at yeah. himself. So yeah, when you catch that, yeah, that's, Boomy, yeah. that's crazy oh, smart. Yeah, that's... it's funny. Boomy's like literally grabbing him like on his back and he bites him. He's like pulling his hair yeah. and I'm just like, oh, I guess because I can't do anything. Like, yes, I'm very flawed and love a bending. Yeah. <laughs> that is impressive. I never thought about that. And that it's makes me cool. yeah, I never thought about that too. Yeah, but he's eventually oh. tossed away and the siblings are like, but this is too much for us. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Kai get, outside, yeah, Kai's just like, you know what? Against please. I'm gonna I'm gonna distract her. Yep. You guys get to get to the bison. And of course, Janora's like, no, don't, I love you. Yep. And Kai's just like, don't worry, babe. I'll be all right. <laughs> <Takes off> Spoilers. <laughs> Put on sunglasses. <laughs> Spoilers. I He's know. not all right. And then he gets to, to the carbonite. <laughs> I love you. I know. <laughs> he flies off on the glider and, of course, please just like laser gleaming him out of the sky. Yeah, and he, yeah, he, it, it does not work. Yep, it she does notices, not work. she shoots a beam right at the bison stables and they all just flee and she looks like trying to fight. She almost shoots everyone while they're on the bridge, but this one, he flies right in front of her and knocks her away, and she just explodes the mountain harmlessly. It's a very, very cool fight. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It was it was impressive for Kai. He's another great character. Yeah, He but, really is. I, I like his progression. Yeah, but so finally he is shot and blasted out of the air. And he dies. Yep, she, yep he's dead. Yeah, he's dead forever. Boomy <laughs> and Kai are knocked out. Uh, knocked from the temple and are almost like dying from hanging off of a branch. And of course, uh, Kaya's like, let go. And Boomy's like, we'll die if we fall. And she's like, we'll, we'll die, die if we're here. <laughs> yep. See, they let go just as Plea shoots from the ship and they fall to safety. But they're done. Bo- yeah, they're, they also yeah, but yeah, they fall, but they live. 
Tenzin is still beating Zaheer in a fight. It's a straight yeah. up fight. It's really, really oh, cool. Oh, man, the ending of that fight was so good. Like, it, like it I really just have was. a, I have a new respect, level of respect for Tenzin. Yeah. God, just the, the amount of beating he took and how he how he held his own against all three of them. Yeah, he's like, and then, shooting him in the, out of the sky. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, yeah just... And, and, and honestly, the moment Zaheer's just like, give up, and Tenzin's just like, as long as I still have breath, I'm like, Tenzin. Yeah. Tenzin, yes. yes. Loves him. But then we get a nice brutal beating of Tenzin yeah. within an inch of his life. Yeah. For kids! <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was hard. Like, they were just when like, they kind of do. Yeah, with the, the, the pan, pan away. Yeah. Like, oh. you, know, you can only imagine because you saw them, like, beating him. Yeah. Beating him. And you saw what they did to everyone else. Exactly. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. And but, speaking, but, of, speaking of within an inch of their life, we see a hanging upside down dead body of Kai for kids. Yeah. Oh, no, wait he's a alive. minute. Yeah. Oh, wait a, minute. a baby bison comes up and saves him, and the episode ends. Yep. I like to believe that it was Blueberry Spice Head. Yeah, right? Me too. <laughs> we find out who it was later on. He names him kind of, but like, yeah, that was, that was a really good cool oh, episode. Oh, did they actually? Yeah, it, it, like lefty it, it, it's lefty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that one's that, that okay, okay. a different one. His, it, it, okay, I mean, but I just, I just remember, remember that. Temple, I but I just remember, as I was watching the episode, I'm just like, I really hope that's Blueberry Spice Head. Because <laughs> right. that is the best name. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I mean, it could have been, and he just changed the name. Yeah, like, who knows? Same, same, he yeah. wasn't around then. Blueberry Spice Head, that was during the um, uh, Tenzin's tour with the family. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Vacation Tenzin. No, because Kai helped with the... Oh, yeah, that's right. No, that was the episode where, like... Simply Ryan. Yeah, yeah, like, like yeah. Jinora and Mila are making fun, are making fun of Iki, and then yeah. she runs all that's runs right. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was, I, I, I think it was just theory. One, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with Chris. That was Blueberry Spice Head. Of course, yeah. all the way. It's all the canon. You know, you know, what, you know canon what, that, if it's not canon, it is now. Lefty is Blueberry Spice Head. That's yeah. right, creators of, of, of Avatar and Korra. We just canonized your stuff. Oh, <laughs> yeah, totally. You're welcome. Yeah. Give us a call. <laughs> But yeah, I absolutely love all of the Red Lotus, and they are so goddamn strong. Oh my strong. god! Like when when I found I was out that kids losing is really sad though. <laughs> when I found out there was an opposite to the White Lotus, I'm just like, go on. Yeah. Then I heard like it's Zahir and his crew are like some of the members. I'm just like, I like this. I like this a lot. I'm very much okay with the Red Lotus because the White Lotus and Korra are. Worthless. Yeah, I've said I was not there during the uh, the escapes because once again, just time and time again, they were worthless. Yeah, mm. completely worthless. Yeah. And I get that these guys are strong, but what has the light, white lotus done? Hey, remember, remember, like a few years ago. People? Remember a few years ago when King Boomy, Iro, and a few other guys were that part of the white lotus when they actually were. I don't know. Good. Well, that's because they had like. Actual standards, apparently. Yeah. Mm. But wait, yeah, but didn't, exactly. the White, didn't the White Lotus actually like like provide like 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 safety and support uh, for Korra at like certain certain po- uh, points in the story? Because I feel like that they were they, they were mentioned before that like, she was that, like protected yeah. by guards, like that's actual who, guards. That's who that's who raised her. Yeah, those people who like first found her when she was a kid, and then they were also guarding all. They technically helped take down the Red Lotus in the past thirteen years ago, and they were guarding them, even though every single one of those guards were taken out by like one member. But, yeah. <laughs> but still, yeah. like they were they're pretty competent. And, and they, they they were they used to be, but in Korra they do nothing. Yeah. I mean, they literally are all getting destroyed by uh, Amon and his and his literal group of, of chi blockers. Like, right? Okay, I get it, but you're supposed to be like the super guardians of the world. How is it that every superpower is, is pointless? Like yeah. the White Lotus, the whatever army they're called. I can't think of the name off the top. From of my head. which one? The, from the north? Where, where Iroh. No, the oh, the, the United Forces. Yes, United, United Forces. Forces. They were yeah. really bad. <laughs> United Forces did nothing. They lost the White two Lotus Amon's people. Did nothing. Too. Yeah, yeah. 
Except like, for Iroh. Iroh was good. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> these people need structure. I agree with you. And these people need structure, a strong, sturdy, beautifully mold hand that will bring everyone together. But that, that's for another time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I still have no idea what you're getting at, but... Totally not referring to season four at all, right? <laughs> Who knows? What are you talking about, Chris? No. Anyway, this is yeah, anyway. a really cool uh, art that I want to point out in this episode. Guys. But besides that point... <laughs> guys. This is probably the darkest episode this because the this is because this is the one where we all enter the void. Enter the void. Hey, you're going to be just the same time. We're <laughs> ruining our flow. Oh, right, episode right, twelve. Not doing any mid banter. That was the mid banter. That was the mid banter. <laughs> oh, okay. Talking about the red lotus sucking and yeah, how great the red lotus. That was the mid banter. Red lotus. The sucking? white lotus sucking. The red saying, lotus are yeah. good. Yeah, because the red lotus are just just they're just so freaking overpowered. They're ridiculous. absolutely beasts. Like yeah. all those literally said those four. I mean, literally, how do you take them down? Yeah. They literally cover each other. I have no idea how they did in the past because the people fighting them now can't deal with them. So, right. <laughs> which I, it makes Sokka just that much more impressive. So, yeah, Indeed. I wish he was around still. He would have helped with Varric. I can imagine what they could do. Uh, <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine what would have happened if, if Sokka was still around and he was yeah. working with Varric. In general, look at what happens to Republic City when he's gone. The literal government collapses and has to get reformed. Yeah, they're yeah absolutely it, horrible. Th- there you go. Republic City was only held together by Sokka. Yeah, yeah. Sokka sucks. <laughs> oh President Reko oh, is bad. Oh, oh goodness, he ever. Um, but, but now let's get time back for us to, to episode enter the board. What's the last time, sir? Well, first off, the new Air Nation is in jeopardy. Um, pretty much talks about how Zaheer ambushed the, them in order ambushed them so that Korra would surrender. And Tenzin, Bumi, and Kaya tried to stop them. And aside from two other people, Tenzin did a good job, but they they all failed. So now Korra and Team Avatar have to race to the temple, hoping for to mount a rescue. Yep, and Sue's airship is flying in, and they are making plans. Lynn says that any direct assault plea would just stop them with her super powerful. Yeah, with her sparky boom powers. Yep, but Sue says that Lynn's plan of sneaking behind would just have Gazan melt the mountain and kill them that way. <laughs> Pretty much. That's what and I was trying to say. They could literally cover out every just those two people alone. Plus, dead on, I'm sure Ming Wa and Zaheer would be able to take you out. Absolutely. Right. Oh, but don't worry, guys. Bolin has best plan. Oh yeah. He's gonna disguise as a hiker, and when <laughs> and when they when they find him, and they're like, "What are you doing?" He's gonna impress them with his bird calls. <laughs> oh, oh Bolin, never change. That's great. That's when a saddened Korra says the only plan is to turn herself in. Yep. Um. And of course, you know she's gonna be like, I- I'm gonna let the, I'm gonna let them know. I'm gonna give them a call. Yep. All to save the Airbenders and keep balance. She says, I'm going to. Le-. She leaves to radios here. He answers and says that they have a deal. She has given directions to go to Lahima Point, I believe, or Lahima's I, uh, West, or Lahim, uh, Peak. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was Lahima's Peak. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yep, and then, uh, of course, isn't this when we actually get to see Zaheer and what he's doing? Uh, no, we see um, uh, Bolin pacing back and forth, and Mako's just like, oh, come on. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that's right, because Mako's like, yeah, th- these plans are horrible. It's like, well, I don't see you trying anything. Yep, Naga and Pabu are back at Zafu with Grandma. <laughs> no, I'll say, I'd watch that sitcom. That's very funny. Yeah, I, mean, I would, too. No, bad rat thing and giant dog. Aww. <laughs> uh, Tonrock asks, what's in your I wish he was talking. That'd be great. That'd be that great would be job. amazing. Uh, Tonrock wants to know what the deal is. Uh, he says that Lahima Peak, uh, that's when he says that the Airbenders will be at the temple and they will exchange when they see each other. 
Sue has a plan to split and hide the numbers because they don't know about her forces coming as well. Right. Uh, half yeah. will go to the temple and half will go to the peak. Well, I thought most of them went to, to oh, the yeah. peak. Half the, half the team avatar is going to go to the temple and half is going to okay. go to the peak. Right. And yeah, then the entire army forces are going to go to right. with Korra. This is when we actually, actually see... Uh, actually, all team avatars say for Korra went to the temple because Asami was there. Asami was with Mako and Bolin? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it was. Asami it was three and one. Tonrock yeah. Tan- yeah. Tan- yeah. and the were... Yes. Nice. Um... Yeah, yeah then one. we get to Zaheer. Uh, my favorite, one of my favorite yeah. scenes in the series, honestly. <laughs> uh, same here. And we, we hear him meditating, saying, and I actually wrote this down, yeah. let go your earthly tether, enter the void, empty and become wind. Yeah. It's yeah. like, ooh. And then Plea walks in. With, Plea walks in. There's with no, a... I, this, this scene, I'll tell you though, there's no symbolism or representation of any kind of concepts going on. Yeah, there is. What are you talking about? No. There's no way him saying, release your earthly tether and plea walking oh. in have any connection. No, nah, it's just random. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, I was going to say. We so we learned, we learned, yeah, and then we learned that, you know. That Zaheer rescued her from a warlord when she was using her as a tool. That's a cool backstory. I'd love to see that. <laughs> right, and, and, now, now, I'm not going to lie. I, I've said a lot of things in the show. Like, oh, you know, Bolin and Desna, still, uh, Eska, sorry, still best couple. Don't Desna, care where you are. Desna and Eska, oh, remember but, Bolin. But honestly, <laughs> but, but honestly, Plea and Zaheer, they... They're really honestly, have legit a good... might be my favorite couple. Yeah, 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 I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie. Like if they were good guys, holy crap, they would be a power couple. They, are like, they still are, but I mean they're quite literally a power couple. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. really powerful. And just remember, guys, if you're gonna find yourself a girl, find yourself a really tall, muscular girl yeah, that can shoot fire with her mind. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a must. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hey, hey, that, that just means she's really good with her brain. Yep. Yeah, uh, then he says. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know what, okay. about it. Zaheer says that he thought about her every single day when he was in prison, and this is when they have a long, big, sloppy, lovey, cute kiss. Yeah, and like, uh, yeah, a like sloppy I said. kiss. You yeah, say. A big well, it's kiss. not really sloppy, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, her kiss is probably biggest sloppy. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> she's also massive. Oh no! But now tells Mako the plan, and she hugs all the team. Or wait, she does she tell Cora the plan. Yeah, um, well, Korra, Korra's getting yeah, ready yeah, to go on the peak. Right, and it's yeah. just like, but then she hugs all of Team Avatar yep. goodbye, like, oh, here's your hug. Yeah, here's your all the battle benders and uh, her dad yeah. hang down, which. I forget. He had what, like a little thing because he can't metal bend. Everyone he just like yeah, he pretty much just like jumps up, I think, or something like that. Well, actually, no, I think he was using water bending. Yeah, yeah, he? probably he would have had to have to keep up with well, that. Yeah. Right. But yeah, Tonrock and her hug, and they leave. Lin and the gang are gonna scale the peak. The brothers see the destroyed temple and search for the airbenders. This is when Gazan appears. He's like, "Hey, they're in here." Get in here now. Yep, just as Korra meets Plea and Zaheer on top of the peak. Yep, and Zaheer's just like, look, throw down your sack, throw down your staff, get over here. We're, this is not negotiable. You've got to mention, too, that Korra's like, you know, because they said, you know, be careful. She's like, oh, I'll be all right. You know what? Someone who says that? Someone who's not about to be all right. That's oh, yeah. who says I'll Dude, be all right. Did we, <laughs> we not learn from that one guy in the sand, on, on the sand slider? He's like, <laughs> we're going to make it. <laughs> but yeah, the brothers see the knocked out Tenzin uh, just as Korra's just like, all right, I'm here. Let everyone go. But you're like, no, no, no. You disarm and you come over here. And <laughs> yeah, everyone is hooded and, and, and the back and tied up and struggling. Dude, it looks 
Like it looks pretty freaking. Yeah, dark. yeah, yeah. Really, like, they play chicken because like yeah, Cora's just like a mile away and saying like I'm here. Now let him go. And it's just like no, <laughs> no, and, you uh, come over here. Yeah. He picks up his phone and says kill them. And she's like all right, all right, all right, all right. Puts out his stuff and goes over and he's like all right, don't kill them. And then even Cora gets like chained up and please just like yeah, don't even try the metal bendies. They're platinum. Yeah, yeah. And then as she's getting ready to go. On to the airship. You know, actually, on, on that point, like, like, so it, so the here very clearly said wipe them out on 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 yeah. his on his radio, right? Yeah. So, but I don't I don't recall ever hearing him say like belay that order. No, he does. Oh, he does. Like, uh, after Cora says, "All right, all right," she puts her stuff down, and then he goes, "Stand down." Yeah, but I would. Oh, okay. I was, yeah, I it's, it's very short. But he does. I was hoping for like a cut to them saying like, "Oh, do, do the thing," and it's like, "Oh no." But like, it's just like that scene. It's like a really long pause. I'm like, oh my god, you could kill him in that time period. Right, yeah, and, then, and then, yeah, like I, I even had to like watch it a second time, and he actually does stand down. Yeah, but as we yeah. cut back to the brothers awaking Tenzin, and we see he's muffling the like, What does he say? Come on, get the other hostages. And it's revealed they're all ice. I assume puppets. No, they're puppets. puppets. The, way, what, the way they move, yeah. that was not ice. Yeah, yeah they, they, they would have been too stiff. Yeah, That's why right. she did it. Also, yeah. that wasn't terrifying at all to watch all these like people melt. <laughs> literally melt. Oh, that was crazy. No, nor like like did did you see how many of them were there? Yeah, there were like at least twenty of them, and Maywell was controlling all of them at once. <laughs> yeah, she's incredible. Individually, yeah. and, they looked, and they looked like they were all. Individual, like I said, individual. Like, yes, like Chris said, they're all individually moving. Yeah, it's like crazy. like you thought she she could like literally control with like eight fucking octopus arms with with water, but she can control up to at least twenty of them. Yeah, it's insane. And Jesus Christ! I'm curious too. Like if you think about it, like those clothes should have been like soaking wet, so they. I, right, yeah. I think they would have been nice. Like, this like lady that. is fucking OP as fuck. <laughs> yeah, she is. And and Mako's like, oh, they're 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 the the, the plants messed up. Huh. I'm curious now. I wonder were they ice, but like. I was thinking like they're ice and then when she wants to move them, she defreezes them, allows them to move, and then refreezes it. She could, but yeah, I'm like a small we, don't, we don't know the details, but yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I think we just spent the next hour talking about how oh, that, that was done. Because uh, I could. <laughs> like, I have to, I mean, I, I personally feel like it, it was, uh, maybe not freezing the entire way, but maybe the outer layer of them were frozen just so that the, the clothes didn't appear. To be super moist. Yeah. Makes no, sense. No. Although, although, oh, okay. God damn Moist. Damn it, Ed. We get it. <laughs> but, I mean, you, you can also make uh, make the argument that, like, I mean, well, she's a waterbender, so she could absolutely, like, like prevent the water from soaking into the fabric. Yeah. That's that makes very sense. Very new control, but she could. Keep on forgetting. Moist. Uh, <laughs> that's why the water drives bad, to make everything moist. Anyway. Waterbending. <laughs> Mako tells the team everyone readies the fights. This is when everyone jumps out, all the metal guards. Uh, Plea takes on the Beifong sisters and the metal guards. Zaheer beats the bound Korra in a fight. It's really cool. Right. And, and then taking her to the ship. And meanwhile, back at the temple, mm-hmm. we get Gazan versus we get Gazan versus uh in with Mingwa mm-hmm. versus Mako. Oh my goodness, like some of these scenes were spectacular, especially yeah, yeah. Mako versus uh, Mingwa, especially when they get into the basement part. Oh yeah, but it's cool. But I was going to say, uh, yeah. Tanrock also helps on the Korra. Right, yeah. Sent out to the airship. Korra 
He actually helps fight, and you see Ming is like almost knocked off, I think, but he uh, comes back. It's a really cool fight. But yeah, Mingwa fought and finally tells Gazan to just destroy everything. Hell yeah. And he does. Yeah, and he does. <laughs> he sure does. They free Tenzin, but the lava is spreading. They start to bore through the mountain as Gazan's lava just keeps flowing and creeping Wait. in towards them. Oh yeah, that's right. It's later when they actually get... Oh, yeah, yeah. More fighting in. Yeah, the gang yeah. enter, re-enters some underground routes, but the lava just keeps following right behind them and constantly just like flowing. I'm like, God, there's so much lava. The well, just, is so I great. Think, I think when he was moving away, if he saw he like collapsed the yeah, door. He went away. outside and started like melting like the whole building. Right. Yeah. And then we I think we cut back to uh yeah, like, Team A was here, is whole he's holding Korra and her dad off. Uh, yep. he sends Tonrock over the edge, says, Say hello to the Earth Queen for me. I wrote that down on yep. like, day. Yeah. And then and then Damn. yep, and then Tonrock is dead for good. Yeah, um, he was. Uh, this is another fight that shows he is really strong. He, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, he almost beat uh, Unalak, except for instead of you know water bending still, he tried to punch him in the face. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I mean, he does really well against Zahir again, who's shown himself to be extremely competent. And yeah. then, and Lin, then of course we get uh, Lin and uh, and Sue yep. fighting uh, Plea. They're trying to draw her fire out. She says, and, uh, yeah, and Lin does. She runs out as Lin's ready to sacrifice herself so Sue can escape. Well, you guys and might have mentioned please bending face, where she has like the creepy, like yeah, crazy eyes. Eyes. I like the crazy eyes, just like yes. yeah, just super oh. strong. I was, I was yeah. like, I saw that, like ooh. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dude, first I was like, like ooh. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh. yeah, like you, you like you like. I was about to say, I touched myself. How about you guys? Oh yeah. What? You touched your face. Hey, did, hey. Did, did, I, did I hear you say, touch yourself? Yes. <laughs> no, did you touch... Yeah, I touched myself. Did you touch yourself? Wait, you see... No! <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, oh, hey, hey. Like just, because, just because, Matt, you and I are into crazy ladies doesn't mean everyone is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I keep up the table. Sorry, guys. Oh, guys. <laughs> but, but, guys. <laughs> but, guys. <laughs> hey. So, that's your way. We're being all the silliness before this really important but, scene. But, 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 <laughs> no, very but, hey, important scene. See, seeing as though you like her face... Wouldn't it wouldn't it be a shame if we had to cover that face? Well, that's what Sue does. She takes yeah. like literally chest her armor. armor. All yeah. her armor th- throws, it, throws all, it just while she's about to beam Lynn. Be- and then it literally goes all like right around her face, and you hear the explosion. Yeah. She, she literally explodes her own face. Yeah, yeah. And she literally. Head, yeah, head, oh, her entire head implodes. Yeah, for kids. Yeah, I know. It's mm. insane. Yeah. And then of course Zagir's just like we see the hero completely torn, oh, destroyed. And, and I'm not gonna lie. Even though I know she was a bad guy, God damn! I loved, I love Plea. She's great, yeah. and then to go out in such a horrible way, but it's yeah. really cool. But it's like, dude, oh, that's rough. Also, yeah. like, the, yeah. So Sue just murdered her. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure she's killed. Sue was a criminal. Let's be, let's be honest. Yeah, even though technically Plea did just kill people. Come, no, 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 no. Come bust at the wrong time. Yeah, Sue killed her. Yeah. It was all Sue's fault. Sue's a murderer. Wow. Metal, no, I hey, wonder, metal tribe. <laughs> I wonder if this proved that Sue's father was Sokka, because Sokka also was able to take out a combustion bender. Oh, you're right. Could be. Huh. That's yeah. interesting. I've never yeah. actually thought of that. Yeah, Sokka's the only other person. Are they half-sisters, right? They're half-sisters. They're half-sisters, yeah. They're yeah. We never explained who they were, yeah. Well, but, anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, Zaheer is horrified, and then he takes out Korra and is getting within the airship to leave, or he like, stops taking out Korra, stops getting out the airship. Tom can already yeah, cut yeah, the airship, yeah. but flying away, and this is when he... Enters the void and becomes a wind and just and flies away. Yeah, like literally, we're not talking like 
firebenders who is like, hey, hey look at this, look at this, like I fire can jet myself. Yeah. No, like we're not. He's not using air at all. He literally like just falls, yeah. and he is just. He is the wind. He, he is, is super high. He is Superman. Yeah, like a superhero. Yeah, I was gonna say we're like we're like talking like DBZ or Superman yeah. or he's flying. Yeah, just uh, steady even, floating. Even in the air. Sue, even Sue and Lynn are just like, I'm sorry. I, did we just get beat up hard? What? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and even Gaza, even Gazan's like. Oh, not oh, yet, not yet. They're, oh. they're like miles away. Yeah, like, yeah everyone just like oh, so. Okay, apparently, I, I, thought he, I thought he flew past the. You know, he, this is when he first flies, but then we see. Tonrock is being oh, uh, God, saved right. by some lovely female guard on the mountain. Who knows who that is? Yeah, right. But this we'll cut back to yeah. Well, yeah, who, who knows? We we'll cut back to Bolin breaking the group out of the side of a mountain while the lava continues um, to flow towards them. I was gonna say that, like when because when he when he suddenly was able to fly and all that, it's like all that symbolism with Plea was foreshadowing something. That whole scene <laughs> with a kiss and and he's literally talking about entering the void and then connecting with her. It's always if there was some kind of weird symbolism there, right? <laughs> you know what I would have loved? I would have loved to them to like reference uh, Guru Patik and Aang not giving up Katara who was dying in Bossing Say to like enter the true Avatar state or whatever it was. I like I would have loved like some more like like symbology or connection to that scene because like yeah it feels like that's the same thing that he was asking Aang to do was to not like don't care about Katara even though you love her stay here Wait, on the Avatar so state. so what you're saying is is if Aang did actually <laughs> go through uh, Guru Patik's training he would have been able to fly possibly uh, maybe because no, he had a connection to this because even um and again forget her name but the uh, the previous air Avatar before Aang mm. she mentions like. Yeah, you know, you're a good airbender, but the Avatar has to be connected to the world because they are a part of it and a major player. You remember the airbender before him? Yeah. Yeah, Yang Chang or something like that? I think so. We were sending him before. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. She's, she kind of mentions it. Like, yeah, the Avatar, it's not something you can do. You can't detach yourself from the world like that. Yeah, even if you are a monk who's like taught to be like that, you have yeah. to stop doing that to be an the Avatar. Yeah, right. the, the, being the Avatar is more important than being an airbender. Oh, yeah. And this is when we see Bolin and the gang bringing out to the side of the mountain. The lava keeps coming, and Bolin Lava Bend! Oh, lava yeah. Bender, bitches! Hell yeah. He Just- is... The best. Hell yeah, he holds the lava back. Actually, everyone's like, whoa, you're a lava bender. Just as Kai and the baby bison arrive, they fly off as the temple melts into lava. Yep. Like, hundreds of centuries Dude. are just gone. That's how powerful lava benders are. You know, yeah, everybody yeah. you know what's going to stop that lava bending? Well, a blood bender. No. How, how can you lava bend if you can't bend at all? Why would I get close hey, 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 no, 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 your face. Hey, your feet. Get out of here, my face. What are you talking about? Because if a bloodbender goes to blood a lava bender, an airbender would just suck the air right out of that bloodbender. <laughs> well, if that airbender was anywhere in that entire mountain that was melted, they'd be dead. So whatever, man. We did totally skip the Mako versus uh, Minghua scene because this is oh. when they escape. You know, oh, when we see Minghua with literally like octopus times twelve. Uh, is that the heroes? That's the next later episode? on. No, no, no. That we we passed that completely because I we're mean, almost was, to the end of the episode. The fight between Gazan and Bolin and Mako and Tamingo was really really quick though. Yeah, that that was, that was, that major. Oh, major fight. Yeah, you no, right. no, no. That, 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 that does happen. That does happen. Mako takes out Mingwa is not until the next episode. Yeah, yeah, yep. I'm, I'm. See, this, this is what the series does to me. I get so excited. I'm jumping ahead. Yeah, but the cut back to Tonrock being bandaged up on the mountain as this. Wonderful, lovely guard turns him and says, "Oh, I'm the captain Kuvira." Mm. What's that? I don't know. Right, I'm right. Nobody. Hey, 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 hey! Look, I may have stolen your shtick with the four kids, <laughs> but don't steal my thing. 
What? I've been telling Vera. I don't know this lady. I've been telling. Read, read that part which is Vera. <laughs> Lava bending bullet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Squirt. Yeah. Two, two lights down. <laughs> Go off. Dave's ex. No, one off. <laughs> I, 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 I'm just being a butthead right now. Yeah. Uh, I really wrote Kuvira? Probably nobody. <laughs> it's legit. It's legit. It's just like, Kuvira? Probably nobody. Well, eagle ear mm. listeners will know that throughout this season, this particular captain has appeared several times. Yep, as you say, including yeah, when it, they first got to Zalfu, whenever they dealt with Sue, she was always there when they were dealing with the traitors. Yeah, every, she was there. every single time. She's been there the entire season. See, I was wondering. <laughs> see, at first you were talking about that. You you would always. I, I, I had noticed her, but every single time we did like previous episodes, you'd always be like, Keep your eye on this person. Keep your eye on this person. Yeah. And in this part, it's like, hey, you can just call me a Kuvira. I'm just like, oh, odd zoom in on your face. You're important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this is when the group hears Bolin's bird calls on the top of Lahima Peak. He's here. They talk about Bolin being a lava bender and everyone's happy. Yeah, um, even Su- even Sue's just like, yeah, see, I knew you were good for greatness. But Zaheer, they talk about Zaheer having taken Korra and interrupted by Kai. Over with Kai, he's like, hey, I have an idea. They're like, shut up. What do we do about Zaheer? Kai's like, oh, I have an idea. And everyone's like, shut up, kid. <laughs> Finally, he tells them he knows where the airbenders are. <laughs> well, why didn't you say anything? Yeah, literally. Baku's like, why didn't you say something sooner? He's like, ugh. Yep, they are in a cave nearby with even more Red Lotus guards. Yep. And that is where Zaheer went. Finally, Oogie arrives to carry the group. Deus Ex Oogie, just yeah. out of nowhere. And of course, <laughs> Kuvira wants to join, but they say, no, no, you stay here. <laughs> We're going to go on ahead. And she's just like, okay. Yep. Mako and Kai make up about him being a little thief. But he says, hey, man, I was really shitty. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love it because this is like, hey, sorry sorry, I gave you a hard time. Yeah, I probably deserved it. Yeah, you did. I was like, he, straight, he literally straightened them in Bossing Say with no money, no identification, in the lower ring. Like, the luck is going to survive because it easily could have been murdered. Well, and no it's a good thing they've had prior experience to that stuff. Yeah, they were I mean, up on yeah. the streets. He was very, very fortunate. Yeah, they were right. screwed. That was terrible. But right? still, yeah, it would have. Yeah, it would have been bad. Yeah, the lower still... ring was even worse in this season than it was in the original Avatar. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Which is saying something because that was full of refugees because of the Fire Nation taking mm-hmm. over the Earth Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. This is when we see Zaheer float meditating and explaining he has entered the void because of Please Death. He has no longer ties to this world. Oh, because I gotta say this because he found true freedom. Which means he lost his girlfriend, and he's now single, ladies. Ooh, oh, he's yeah, on the other market. Yes. Well, except no, he's, he's, he's probably more <laughs> than, more than where like if he starts dating again, he loses his flight. <laughs> right? I was gonna say he he is on the market, except he's not because he's just like she was the only one. Now nobody's good enough for me because <laughs> yeah. I can fly now. I mean, listen, <laughs> you're talking about making a, a a connection to somebody. I'm just saying you want a nice little fling. <laughs> he can sure fly, fly through you. Oh, jeez. Hey-oh. <laughs> anyway, we cut back to Korra in a crystal cave. She hey, awakes wait, and thinks that her dad is dead. She's like, you killed my dad. What are you doing? Yeah, but by the way, do you, do you see the symbolism of this? Hmm. Um, what? As, as we're explaining, I'll, I'll get to that after we're done with this episode. So yeah, she's in a crystal room. And of course, Zaheer's like, yeah, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to force you into the Avatar state, and then we're going to kill you in the Avatar state. Yeah. No more Avatar. Bring in the poison. The poison. And this is when they begin bending it out of the thing. Like, uh, 
Now, I don't know if I'm going to say it now or later, but this not poison now. is, I'm not saying what it what technically is, but it is metallic looking, and the person moving it is definitely doing waterbending style. It's very cool. Yes. But, yeah. Was, and then, uh, I actually asked about that, because it's, it's, is it earth or water bending? It's well. Um, it feels like it's both. Anyway, the way that the way that well, I'll say that's when the episode ends. Yeah, but that's the, when the, the episode, episode ends. discussion. Um, the what the what the poison is. I guess if, if you could just say specifically, it is mercury. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it is definitely metal bending, but the motions that the person is doing are explicitly water bending. I like paying attention to the actual movements of the person doing yeah. it. They were doing water bending like gestures to metal bend this liquid mercury. Yeah, which is really weird. Now it's really cool. Now, now, <laughs> now here's the thing I was gonna say. Uh, symbolism, especially for those who've watched Avatar The Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. They're going to kill the Avatar, making her go into the Avatar state in a green crystal room. Yeah, just how that's Azula exactly, yeah, did That's it. exactly how Azula did it. it Successfully. I'm just yeah. Like, oh, yeah, right. But I'm just like, huh. I, I know it's a very small detail, but this is, this is actually very interesting. It's cyclical. It works in cycles. Right. <laughs> it's like the interesting thing, though, is that even though it's the crystal room, it's still, like, called and specifically an air no, uh, nomad, like, area. Like, there's a lot of, I, I believe there's ideology of air nomads and everything. Yeah, but wasn't the, uh, the other one was on a bossing set, right? Yeah, it was one yeah, of the, yeah, it was yeah. in, like, the old cities. Right, yeah, it was, like, the old, the old like, catacombs or something like that. So, it makes me kind of wonder, like, what was the civilization like before all this? Because right, yeah. you see these crystals and these underground cities and, and, mm-hmm. and everything, so... I, that's his own like mystery yeah yeah like I mean we saw the older before you know we've seen the industrial we've seen like the old kind of style but I'm curious well, about so the, in the ancient comics, we see but, um, in the comics you see like feudal straight up like feudal samurai Japan small tribes firebenders when the first fire nation was first founded the first fire lord it's like literally like samurai and like like huts and like straight up old school Japan looking. It's really really cool. Oh, you're talking about the Avatar: The Last Airbender comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Shadow okay. Smoke one. Yeah, for a moment I was about to cover my ears. No, yeah. you see the first, the, yeah, the yeah. first Fire Lord, and it's just like he's just like yeah, like a samurai who just like I'm gonna That's join right. everyone together. Yeah. And it's just like oh no. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's really dope. It, was, it really was. <laughs> but yeah, it's like that's even primitive compared to the Last Airbender's time. It's like way yeah. longer. Well, one of them that makes me think about the Western Air Temple because you know it's built under like in a little cavern underground age. The Western one's the Fire Nation one? Yes. Yeah, that one is so bizarre. I love the way... But it's basically real, I think. I, I heard sure. that. Sure. It looks that, so cool. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's so a, weird, but like that's that's very similar, you know, to that uh, ancient style. Yeah, yeah. Almost. Because, again, it's super different from what everything else is. The Eastern is... I mean, it's so run down, we don't get to see it as deep yeah. as the North and South, which are very similar. Again, so... I, and the North one's destroyed now. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the North one's gone. That's, yeah. I mean, that's just gone. Oof, because that's so powerful. <laughs> they're all really great, though. I love the Red... Again, we're going to talk about the mid-episode to talk about the Red Lotus, but, like, they are all so powerful, and the Please Death was, like... When I saw that back in the day, I was, like, devastated. That was rough. I was shocked, too. Was, oh. As soon as it went around her head, I literally... I, like, I appreciate it back in the day, like, I gasped. I was like, holy... Sh- oh, my God. <laughs> like, yeah. That's brutal. Dude, dude, dude. Earth, Earth Queen's death, Please Death. Huh? Dude, a lot of, like, the deaths... Dude, even season one... Like, all of the bloodbending that was happening, mm-hmm. dude, even I was just like, oh my god. Yeah, but if you think that that stuff's all super sad, which you see <laughs> this episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, oh, yeah. Let's let's actually get to it. The final episode of yeah. season episode three. Episode 13, Venom, Venom of, of the, the White Lotus. Lotus. I don't know. White Lotus for some reason. <laughs> and the White Lotus is evil. <laughs> Spoilers, everyone. I mean, to be fair, that's good. They might as well be evil. No, yeah. Venom of the White Lotus. What happened last time? <laughs> Wait, I thought it was like Red Lotus? Red Lotus. Yeah, Red Lotus. I know I said okay, it twice. Okay. I wanted to be the White Lotus, yeah. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
I don't know why you messed it up. In my notes, that's what it says. That's what's gonna be. You used to say, and I thought you were better than that. Whatever, this is your lead. You take the lead. What happened last time? Well, the Red Lotus has captured the Avatar. No. Talks about how Korra wants to turn herself in, and then got double-crossed. Mm. And, of course, as all this fighting was going on, Plea dies. Yeah. And then Zaheer learns how to fly. Mm. And, and Bolin can lava bend. Woo. So... Uh, so, after all of that, will yep. Team Avatar be able to save the Air Nation and Korra before it's too late? Yeah. In the caves, Korra is struggling against her bindings, and we finally learned... Oh, this is what... No, you said the plan last time, but this is when we finally learned the actual plan. Yeah. Force her into the Avatar state with this poison and kill her while she's in that state. Mm-hmm. Leaving the world leaderless and well, by killing all the national leaders, and then the natural order of things will resume. The natural right. order! <laughs> Not you, uh, Remember pictures of Billy and Mandy fans out there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the Raven, Asian the Raven narrator. Do not cry. <laughs> I honestly don't recall that. So. Uh, <laughs> oh, but yeah, that show are, is amazing. They are this is super anarchistic and like that's a crazy plan. Now, 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 here's here's the crazy thing about how they inject the poison in her. Right. They literally put it around her, and it, they literally, like, oh, push it. Oh, that, oh. we, uh, uh, this is what I say, Korra will be the last Avatar, and we see Janora's spirit eavesdropping oh, yeah. on the plan, and uh, she goes back to see all the other airbenders uh, tied up and chained to the ground. We see Kaya and Boomy are completely beaten and, like, knocked out and potentially dying. They They're dying. Yeah, <laughs> They're, like, legit dying. dying. Yeah. So it's up to them to form a plan. And this is when we see them bend the poison, I wrote Mercury, in classic yeah. waterbending style, onto her limbs and into her skin. It's a, it's crazy. Oh, Mercury. dude. Like, oh, yeah. honestly, I want to Google when that, when Mercury that poison to see what actually happens when you get Mercury I'm sure on terrible. You. <laughs> I've got to mention, by the way, uh, you also had, uh, with we saw Janora there. Yeah. Deus Ex Janora 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you win this round. Of insanely dug. Yeah, okay. Now, yeah, when I saw the way they injected the, the, the poison, which may or may not be mercury. It is mercury. It hurts. <laughs> it hurt. I mean, like, like, I was looking, I had to like, hold my arms. I was like, ah. Yeah, mercury is a deadly poison that's really cool for t- taking temperature. But yeah. yeah. Well, this, this form of it, there are two different forms of mercury. There's a safe kind that yeah. you'll find, you know, and then there's more harmful versions. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, this is like the, the liquid solid one that can like go from liquid to solid really quickly. It's really, yeah, yeah. It's, it's incredibly painful looking and it looks like horrifying. Oh my god. And I was afraid to Google actual real life mercury poisoning. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to see that. Yeah, this scene, I agree with Ben, by the way. This scene is very difficult to watch. Not oh, just that, but I mean, everything that's happening afterwards. I didn't, I didn't look away, but at the same time, I'm like, why am I not? Yeah, she begins to flicker in and out of the Avatar state. And, and meanwhile, I was like, she, she is ready. And even yeah, Gazan's like... He says, get what? ready to kill her. Yeah, and then like... And Gazan's like, why, why is it taking so long? So he's just like, give it time. Just, just get ready. They, Gazan melts the floor beneath her, and meanwhile, ready some blades that are ready to kill her as soon as she goes into the form. This is when we got back to the whole group, our bison flying to this location. They land and Tenzin is told to stay back because he's injured and too injured to fight. Right. Uh, while she is like, uh, like while Korra is like suffering, she starts tripping and Zaheer appears as Amon, 
her uncle from last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah guys on terms of the Unalog. Yeah. He's like, you can't fight it. And, oh, the strangest one. The like, here turns into Vatu. Yeah. That was uh, Ming Watch. Oh, Vatu. it wasn't Ming Watch. Yeah, yeah her hair, like, morphs. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. ring style. You can't do it. And then we get Just some, like, classic Neon Unalog. Genesis fisheye lens core freaking out. Oh, right. <laughs> but yeah, that scene, like, that hallucinating and the scene the villains, I, that was really, like, it's hard to watch. Really but that was really cool to see, like, again, the past villains still, like, attack. Relevant, oh. and you see them attached to her still. Like, yeah, you know. Oh, dude, yeah. it was it was crazy. Aang had it so easy. <laughs> oh my god, dude, Aang had so much ease. It's ridiculous. Dude, yeah, no kidding. I mean, the biggest one of the biggest things for Aang was oh, his entire tribe was destroyed, but Korra, she she did equalist. She did. She had to deal with an evil of. All of this, and now she's getting mercury poison. <laughs> yeah. You, 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 I'll you glance over the fact yeah, that she, has, she literally had to save the entire earth from 10,000 years of darkness <laughs> because a spirit equal to her own light spirit got free, fused with her uncle, and went Godzilla style over Republic City. <laughs> she had to. Again, grow into a massive blue form and yep, take him last out. Last season was ridiculous. Hey, all we wanted, all we wanted to I'm, do was see her turn into giant crazy like that ever again. No, no, never again. The Airbenders <laughs> trick the guards and snag the keys in a very cool way. But yep. and they're immediately, immediately when, they, yeah, when, they, when they get spotted, I like it's just like, hey, what are you doing, Rock? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like some Monty Python thing. It's just like, oh, it was all this. Yeah, they uh, everyone gets out with the keys, but Ton Rock and Jandora, Mako, and Bolin are going to try to find Korra. Yep, they're going to try and save Korra. Meanwhile, she's finally going into the Avatar state, but starts to take out all the Red Lotus because she's Korra. Right. <laughs> what did they think? Like that it was going to be easy she's to take out the Avatar in the Avatar state? Yeah. Oh, that's super easy. Hey, yeah. hey, that's what Azula thought. But the difference is, is she she was successful. Yeah, she's a Zula, Go on. Well, she was also not as good of an avatar. So. I, I, I know, I know. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So, so she breaks. Chain, also, breaks also, I, don't, I think I don't think Aang was actually like like like, like paying attention to Azula. Like, uh, he was doing his own fighting, and Azula just happened to like hit him at the right time. Yeah. Right. He had his yeah. back to her. She's like, Shout oh, I'll do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Aang then, also was not that good of an avatar. But yeah, so so Korra <laughs> breaks free. And, oh jeez. Let's <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> Keep it up. I, it's a good thing I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyway. Um, she uh, grabs yeah, she the rope and ties around her arm. She starts beating everybody, kicking fire, breathing fire. Oh, dude. Fire. Oh, yeah. And then, it's very cool. So, so here's just like, um, I'm out. And, it's, and Korra's like, no, you're not. Uh, I like it because here's literally like and Korra's just like fire feet. Yeah, she does the whole like was like um, I think it was a little was the first person to do like the jet like the fire jet flying stuff like zooms after him really cool. As that's when uh, Mako and Bolin and the boys all show up. It's a very cool. They have a very cool. <laughs> the boys, including Lin and Sue, Mako being like Mako being like me and the boys chasing down Korra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the boys are going to chase him now. <laughs> it's really, and they have a really cool elemental DBZ like fight. Uh, Tenzin watches and it's like reunited with his family. He's like, oh. I hope she's okay. That fight was that area was very similar to uh, where Aang and uh, Ozai fought. Yeah, I know. Which, yeah, which also was funny because it's kind of the reverse style of it. You had the Airbender being the bad guy, yeah. and then someone firebending, flying. Yeah, that area. <laughs> right. If you think about it, this is another moment where Korra is like super powerful. Ozai to be able to fly that well needed the you know yeah, the comments. right. Korra is literally doing that. Just that strong. Well, then well again, with Mercury inside of her. They're yeah. using the Avatar but, state. But then again, when it comes to the whole flying thing, when Ozai needed the comet, you do know Iroh was able to do that normally too, right? So Zula too. She she flew in the um, yeah. 
the upside down air temple. She was like, well, she, no, she, she was that just to push herself to the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, she, but, yeah, but either great. way, we're getting off topic because um, this the is a, this on, is when yeah, Gazan and is like, oh yeah, it looks you know what happened last time we fought. Bolin's like, oh yeah, bends his lava and goes, a lot has changed. This is this is when I realized Gazan isn't really that bad of a guy. He's actually, like, not only enjoying this, but he's... He's like, very nice more and a, chill. Yeah, 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 he's more like a mentor kind of figure, because yeah. he's like, let's see what you've got. Yeah, he's a pretty uh, cool dude, besides yeah. the whole, like, you know, anarchy and murdering leaders, but he's a pretty cool dude. <laughs> yeah, well, right, yeah. I'm, I'm just like, yeah. if only these guys would be good. Yeah. Um, You know, kind of like a, a, the few times when I would mention Icicle Jr. Yeah, yeah Icicle Jr. would like, be a good guy. just be a good guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was just saying, I, I, there was a nice little... Uh, Non-bending tackle that he did against Bolin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I really mm-hmm. like that. And I loved their banter because it was, you know, he wasn't worried when he saw him lava bend. He's like, oh, right. I get to actually, it felt like it was like, finally, someone able to do yeah, what exactly. I can do. Right, yeah. A real right. challenge. Yeah, like, that's a really cool thing, finally. Uh, speaking of which, Mingwa versus uh, Mako. Yeah. But Mako think, gets knocked down into like this cave area. Oh, well, uh, yeah, that's, that's in a while. That's in a while because... Yeah. Uh, Dude, I'm doing it again. <laughs> yeah. So here's Flight. Uh, it seems very OP as he's dodging all of Korra's attacks. But she recruits and gets the upper hand, freezing his leg. Which I have more than here. Like that was a precision water strike from like a oh, yeah. long distance. Yeah, yeah. That is impressive. But I, is, I always yeah. think back like the when like we first see her uh, fight those three, the triple threat triad, when she just like flings the water thing back at him, just like freezes his face in a second. That's like a really cool tactic that she does really, really well. That's what kind of what Mingwa does when she just like grabs people and flings them against the wall, takes yeah. them out immediately. But like yeah, they are. Uh, but this is when the poison kicks in in her leg, and she falls down into the ground and crashes. Yep. The gang wants to help, but Tenzin says the here is too strong, and Janora is just like, "Wait a minute! What if all the there hasn't been this many airbenders yeah. together in a while? Yeah, there oh. hasn't been this way. Let's try a thing. It's like okay. Yep. They all start making a massive tornado. <laughs> well, actually, what I was gonna say was, you know, the, the defeat this darkness. Do what they needed to do. Use their friendship. Yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, if Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy has taught us anything. And if Sokka's taught us anything. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. In order to beat darkness, you gotta have heart. Yeah, the power of friendship. The power of friendship. Um, they, yeah, and, th- and so Jinora and all of the airbenders yeah. start, like... Making a massive making tornado. A big this is when we come back to Mingwa and Mako's finally... He's able to like dissolve all of her water by keeping the fire bending at her because yeah they clash into steam but like he can make more fire she can't make more water right uh, they finally dissolves all of her hands and knocks her back she falls in a hole and when he follows after her she goes to the super crazy octopus form oh yes. yeah we're talking yeah we're talking like Cthulhu kind of thing which is too many tentacles yeah. and this is when finally Zuko's like oh yeah I have the one thing that can easily Zuko Mako's like oh yeah I have the one thing that can immediately take out any waterbender don't I <laughs> 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 it's not just any waterbender it's a waterbender who literally uses water as attached to their body uh, yeah. right in lieu of limbs sorry yeah. 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 Sorry. lightning bending lightning bending what's that in Korra <laughs> yeah it uses it once a season once yeah. again and the finale, finale only time I mean, I was I was tempted to believe it. Just like, okay, this fight's getting getting like, just uh, too too long and crazy. Time to ch- time to cheese the fight. Lightning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you, know, you know, it'd be even cooler. He he does like the one finger like. Yeah, no, like, no, you know it'd be better if he did like the Palpatine unlimited power. Or he's like, but no, but seriously, but seriously, the speakers and everyone's like, whoa! And then the person's just like, the resistance is falling out of the sky. Yeah. Oh yeah, just. I love that. But still, um, as crazy as that was, yeah, Mako's just like, oh yeah, I have this ability. 
Lightning zap and yeah, she's she's out. She's she dead. Out, dead or something. We don't know. I, I'm curious. If I she think died. she might have been dead. Well, I mean, what happens later? She's hundred percent dead. Well, yeah, Gazan and Bolin are pretty even, but the brothers together manage to defeat him, and he's like uh, brings and down the entire cave, the entire cave. Which he has a great line too. What did I write down the line? Did you uh, it? it was yeah. like, I'm not going back to prison. If I'm going down, y'all yeah. coming with yeah. me. Yeah, and I mean, he just goes knocking futs and just just. Blama bends the entire goddamn Yeah, tower. it's so amazing. Yeah. I'm sorry, he does what now? He goes knocking futs. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just I, you you started using that like like a week ago, and I, I like it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I it's, don't a, like it's a great phrase. Yeah, let's argue with it. So now, is yeah, Mick is 100% dead now. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> she has, she had a chance. Yeah, Zayu is tossing Korra around and finally starts to do the air turkey technique while she's in the Avatar state, but the uh, Airbender's super tornado finally stops him. Yeah, you've heard of Sharknado? Well, this is Airbender Nado. Boo. He tries to fly away. <laughs> but he tries to fly away in. and to no avail. Yeah, he keeps getting caught inside the giant tornado. And, and even Korra, I think Korra uses like, the tra- yeah, with the yeah, chain. Yeah, and then she pulls a uh, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance and just like yeah. slams him down and with the long chain. I was going to say, first off, like, really he, cool. uh, he, 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 he's trying to get Korra, but eventually he's like, well, this ain't going to work. So he drops her. Yeah. And that's when she grabs her by the chain. He should have died. What, from the chain? From the slam. Yeah, when he hit the ground. Yeah. He went flying like like Ghost Rider did to the devil and killed stories. him. <laughs> he like sent it to hell when he slammed him into the ground like that. <laughs> yeah, he should have one hundred percent been dead, or at the very least knocked out or yeah. paralyzed. But the, yeah, <laughs> she. But this is when she passes out from the poison. The Beifong sisters catch Zaheer. And her father finally com- comforts her while she's like passed out from the poison. What? No, she's dead. Yeah, Zahir starts laughing. Zahir? He's like, ah. yeah, she's like, I won. But then Janora's like, wait a minute, the poison's metallic. Yeah. And then Suze is like, I know what I must do. Yep, and so she Suze does it. Yeah, she metal bends the poison. <laughs> it's yeah. all gone. She's 100% safe. She's safe. Korra yeah. wakes up and Zaheer is pissed. But Bullion gives him stuff yeah. stuck in his mouth. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> Bullion puts a sock in it. Yeah. Literally. Literally. He's just, Classic. <laughs> Classic Bullin, says the awkward girlfriend. Yeah, back at Air Temple Island. Oh, this is the this is like at the end. When like after that, after the sock in it, everyone's happy. Oh, wait, before the, be, be, before the sock went in, yeah. um, Zaheer did say that the revolution has only began. Yeah, and this is when everyone fades out and back at Air Temple Island, the beginning of the most saddest scene I've oh ever seen. Like, oh, hey, hey, before we get into this, before we get into this, season one. Ended on a great note. I felt happy. Oh, she oh, got the Avatar state. She can fly. Yeah, or she season, can season fly. Season two. And, and she, and she brought, e- she brought equality. Well, she brought peace to the world and the yeah, conversions and everything. It was all great. The first thing you see after everyone is like, you know, hey, you know, we're all back, is you see Asami doing Korra's hair. And then you find out she's in a wheelchair. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, I, I mean, I, I get it. I get it. No, we, no, yeah, I know. Right? Like, it's like, no, what we see is Cora's face, and she has bags under her eyes. She looks violently this, depressed. Oh my goodness. And it is an insanely like she looks incredibly sick or depressed. She's very. And then we see it's been two weeks, and yep. she is in a wheelchair. Asami says that she looks beautiful, and she says, "Oh, you're doing great." And she just, if you want to talk, if you ever want to talk, I'm always here for you. And she just has like a complete like blank, drained, like actually like what needs help, depressed face. It's awful. Dude, it's she, so sad. Look, look, we, really, we've said many people uh, look defeated. 
Cora looks defeated. Yeah, it's insane. Completely. She, uh, the, not, not, not gonna lie, some days, hashtag mood. Yeah. Uh, the big mood. Totally is a mood. <laughs> totally like, hashtag big mood. The, yeah. next, the next couple of minutes, like, several moments just, like, absolutely destroyed. Like, even now rewatching it destroyed me. I was, like, tearing oh, up again. Oh, dude, same here. They go outside, everyone's like, hey, Cora, oh, you look great. Cora, you're doing great. She's just, like, completely, like, like literally, like, clinically depressed vacant looking. looking. Yeah, completely yeah. vacant and drained. And she never looks like, oh, so beautiful. It's like, Oh my god, this is killing me. <laughs> this yeah, is, dude, this dude. Is awful. Oh. Cut so to her leaving, and then, of course, President Asshole comes back. Yeah. And then the first thing he says after she leaves is, Doesn't look She's good. not looking good. Yeah. What a jerk! Yeah, like, dude, even Tadrock's like, Dude, you would too. If yeah, you like, we that. see uh, Milo and Iki like, jump on her chair, like, Hey, I want to ride with you. And everyone's like, Yeah. And he's like, Okay, we're going to ride up. Lane's like, oh, I'll help you. And she's like, um, You know, like, escalators the stairs to help Cora up. And then, yeah, Riko's like, She doesn't look good. Like, hey, you try to go and she went through and you look good. And Riko's like, No, 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 hold on, hold on. Yeah. And this is like the one time. I, he's still an asshole. But he does have a very good point with this one. He's like, Yeah, but here's the thing we don't have the Avatar. And we don't know how many more red lotuses there are. Also, the Earth Nation is in chaos. Yep. By the way, I gotta quote Leanne here when he's like, "Oh, the world needs the Avatar now." And like, my my wife was like, "Oh, so now you want the Avatar? <laughs> yeah, but it's a beneficial to you and your own. Yeah. Like no, you don't like, want her. Oh, you're gonna send her away, but now you want her. Okay. Well, it, it's it's funny because like the first thing he says to her is just like, "Hey, I want to officially welcome you back." I'm like. Yeah. She's just like, uh, and I'm just like, oh, God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you freaking suck, Ryko. Oh, God. This is when we see inside the temple, Janora in a hood is standing next to Tenzin, who's giving a speech about Janora becoming a master and everything's going to be great and Korra sacrificed so much for them and everyone's going to be happy and it's going to be great and we're going to fix the world. And this is when we see the Air, no- the Air Nation is going to become nomadic once again. Um, They're going to travel the world and yep. help everyone they can. And we finally see it. Yeah. After like after one, two episodes in season three, we see Janora take off her hood yeah. and she's got her tattoos. Yeah, she's got her tattoos and she hugs Tenzin and it's a very sweet yeah, scene. I oh, no. they cheered up when they took that hood off. Say, I was like, no, I, I cheered up. I was like, yeah, I, I was really happy about that. But then the and very Tenzin. next thing... We cut to a close-up of Korra's Tearing sad defense, and she yep. just see a single tear fall down because she looks still looks completely blank. And that is when I like I, when I originally saw it, I will say I, I'm pretty sure I burst it into tears. <laughs> like, and then it just the worst thing ever. And, 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 oh my god! And, and just so you know, that one picture of Korra's face zoomed in and stuff like that with that tear. That's where the episode ends. Yeah, that's where the season. season. Ends. That's where the seat. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. More specifically, everyone has to sit on that for a while. <laughs> it's such a jar because like. It's so her get insane. Seeing Janora take off the hood and she's yeah. got the master tattoos and the music is like it's just like, and and it's like really, oh yeah. it's just so great and you're so happy yeah. and everything and then you're reminded you know, and then you cut to Cora I'm like oh god what? <laughs> now, yeah. now it's absolutely crazy how bad she looks it's so sad I don't know Ed if you listened to the uh, the episode where I say this but wow season three the guy who's never seen any of Legend of Korra. Season three. I can see now why season two was the weakest of all of the seasons. Mm. Oh my goodness. And for it to end on such a bittersweet... I'm I'm lucky. I'm actually luckier than these three right here because uh. <laughs> unlike these three where they had to sit for an entire year... <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't a year. It was years. Long. Yeah, it was either long. Way, they had to wait <laughs> until season four came out. To sit on that, yeah. To sit on that scene. I don't think like I think it was. I think it's bad for you because that was such a, a horrible. Punch. I I, was, I literally I literally because 
we, we do two, we do, two, we record two episodes at, at, at a time. I literally was like, oh, my notes are done. That hurt. Well, on to season four. Yeah, you lucky ass, because that was terrible. Oh, that, I was like, that was oh destroyed for like months. After. I was like, oh my god, it's oh. terrible. It's so, it's like, it, it, it was an incredibly cool thing to see a character that's been so confident and so like strong be like so horribly depressed and, like this. But then like the that's bad singer in the chair and seeing her like you know defeated and then going outside and all of her friends and family saying, hey, you look great. Hey, you're doing wonderful. That was what killed me because yeah, it's so oh. like it's so realistic for someone to actually go through like a really horrible depression. For like every or like a horrible accident and being like wheelchair or hospitalized and everyone saying you look great and all you look you're doing great is you're gonna be wonderful and it's like the whole situation which is like so oh, like hellishly dude. horribly and I was just like oh my god I can't even stand it's, it's it was awful. it was rough it was it's really so rough. rough I oh, absolutely tore me up the first time I saw it I gotta say uh, this too about uh, Cora um, because you know for every difficulty she's faced I 100 percent believe Cora is a is eons better of an avatar than Aang. I agree wholeheartedly like, with that. Honestly, I, I the world is as bad as it is is because Aang, honestly, kind to me, screwed it up at points. Like he made he made a few good decisions. Obviously, defeating the Fire Lord was was you know was good. the main thing because right, he had to end that war. I mean, if you think about how, and granted, I get that he was younger, but the amount that it took, the work he had to do just to do that one thing, mm-hmm. Korra literally gets thrust into the world, you know, without any chance to see anything. She's in such goes from like small little whatever to the world needs me taking out equalists you know and that's his own thing then she has to literally stop a thousand uh, again ten thousand years of darkness yeah and massive spirits Aang had zero like and then all of this with the Red Lotus, like yeah, some super assassins trying to take super out super assassins. Yeah. Aang could not even have taken them. I don't up. think Aang would have been yeah. able to do anything. Because yeah, young Aang, yeah. yeah. older Aang, we... yes, but like that no, was, honestly, was, they were think... immensely more powerful than like anything you... we saw Aang do during older his whole Aang arc. Would have as he would do better than Tenten. I do not think that he could have defeated the those four Red Lotus. Honestly, mm-hmm. Korra would have had a chance if she wasn't poisoned. Yeah. And even then, she was having difficulties at like in her late teens, and like Aang and his tribe. Twenty by now, I think maybe. No, she was twenty one in season four. Because okay. spoiler, alert, we cut cut ahead, and they yeah, say it's yeah. three years. So she's eighteen. Okay, yeah. So she's eighteen, and she's not even at her prime yet, and she's holding a lot better than mm-hmm. Aang could have done in his prime. Yeah, oh. it's insane, and I absolutely love the season. It was so. Yeah, crazy. I um. Ed- when you when you mentioned that this was your favorite season, I see why. Yeah, I can definitely see why. There is, there are so much good things. There are so much bad things. I mean, you know, my my boy Bolin, mm-hmm. he he can now lava bend. Oh yeah. But dude, nothing like I I feel like for me personally, nothing that was good now means anything because of that ending oh it just and, and it t- killed me and to touch on that point of like of Korra getting thrust into this universe can we just talk about how when as Korra was thrust into this universe she had literally zero connection to the spirit world and Aang had at least some like yeah, like he, yeah, like, he, he, he was still, spiritual he still he, yeah Aang was spiritual he had some connection but he wasn't you know he hadn't like really got into it until like I, I want to say partway into season one uh, where, yeah, where, where yeah, A actually started with entering the spirit world. Yeah, with the yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was yeah. the first. I think his first real experience with yeah. the spirit yeah, world. Yeah. yeah, and then and then and and as Korra uh, progresses in her journey, journey, like suddenly she's like taking out gigantic ass motherfucking spirits. Yeah, and and is like like dealing with and interacting with spirits who are now in the real world. Yeah, it took it mm-hmm. took her almost an entire season. Yeah. 
just for her to work on it. Like, when she started focusing on it, it almost took her an entire season just to be able to do anything Spirit World. And it wasn't even Tenzin, the guy that you thought was going to help bring yeah. her in. No, it was his daughter that was able to put Korra in the Spirit yeah, World. Yeah. We didn't even talk about how, like, yeah, I mentioned offhandedly, but yeah, Jinora looks just like Aang. Like, that was, like, a pretty tall thing. Yeah, nothing. right. Just, like, between the whole horrible, bittersweet Korra stuff, though, but it was, like, so, like, I couldn't even focus on that back in the day or now. And it's like, oh, uh, great, but, like, I would say, they did a really good job, the, the the artist, of making her look like Aang, but she still has the feminine Jinora yeah. look. Yeah. Which was, I thought, like, the balance of that has to be intense. Yeah, so that really is good design. That is fantastic. Yeah, oh, oh, but yeah just... what a great... So, yeah, Ben, what did you think of this season as a whole? As I say with every single season, where do I even start? Yeah. First off, um, yeah, as I mentioned in a previous episode, I now can understand why these guys were saying, hey, season two was actually is actually the weakest of all of them. Mm-hmm. I can see why. I mean, if you literally in every single, in season three, or actually in all of Korra, I, I'm even going to be yeah. bold and say that he might be mentioned in season four, but if you took out everything with Unalak and removed all of season two, you literally could have went season one, then season three. Like, and it, it, it would all make sense. Well, you would have had to have adjust season one to, 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 to uh... Oh, right. To the actually see, like, how do, how, how do you open the portals? And yeah, like, okay, how you're you, right, how you're right. There is, there, is, there is that. But and also, they make the lock slightly more, like, significant when they tell him that he was part of Red Lotus. But only slightly. Yeah, yeah, Um, but it's still... a little bit more, yeah, um, but... Zaheer... Also, he was a really good waterbender, so yeah. I guess it makes sense that he was with them. <laughs> and while yeah. we're on that subject, Zaheer and the Red Lotus... Oof, yeah. Um, I thought... When, when I first started watching this, Matt can attest to this, I thought that, um, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, Amon. I thought Amon was, holy crap, a horrible, like, horrible villain mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then these guys show up and are like, hey, you know, we, we can one-up him and go beyond. And they did. And, like, you know, the whole for kids joke that Ed kept doing. Whoa! There's so many of those... Death scenes. Yeah. And keep in mind too. I mean, I, like, I, I mean, I know that no one, no one's actually said that here yet. But like, uh, I wouldn't say like season two was bad, but it was like maybe like strictly by comparison, it was probably the weakest. Yeah. 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 Uh, plus, mean, yeah. it was season two where we got the whole the whole backstory with Avatar one, and that was significant. Yes, yeah. that, that was, was still that the was, best episode. Yeah. In, yeah. in season, yeah, actually, yeah, so far in all of it, that those. That two-parter it was yeah. is really good because we actually got an origin story. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was saying to point out what Chris was saying, you know, about season two. You know, I, I think I said it in the finale. See, it's you can tell where season two, three, and four are connected. Oh yeah, and you'll see that a lot in season four. But season one is clear standalone, and like I said, Chris, season two isn't weak. Is comparatively two, two, three, and four because it, what it does to set up the following season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It can't exist without what season two. Yep. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. it builds off of it. So it's it's not that it's a bad season, and, and yeah, I don't, th- I think, I don't think season two is bad at all. You know, again, I agree oh, with yeah, Chris. Yeah, yeah. It's it's that it has com- issues, but like like uh, I was like Rise of Skywalker to a less degree though. It has a lot of faults and a lot of problems you're going to bring up about it, but it can still be, like, yeah, enjoyable. Yeah, a lot less like Guffin, at least, in, in yeah, season two of Korra. <laughs> like, everything flows naturally in that. Yeah, except for the weird, like, Godzilla fight at the end is a little weird, but still. <laughs> that was weird, yes, but, I mean, we're not going to see anything that weird again, so. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a one-time but, thing. But now, <laughs> I, I, I pretty much gushed about 
it, again, we're not. I'm not even going to mention that ending again because we already gushed about that. Oh, still heard about that. But now I'm going to do like I always do. I've done it in season one. Did it with season two. I'm going to do it with season three now. How are they going to make? How, how are they going to do it? How are they going to one up season three and season four? Ooh. How? Ooh. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll say that now that we're done with season three, that. Four is my favorite. <laughs> four is your favorite. Four is my favorite season, yes. Okay, okay. But we'll get there when we get there. But, like, yeah, I absolutely love to hear Henry Rollins as the voice actor is great. He's a great oh, singer and the great dude. everything. But, like, yeah, his Zaheer is a great character. But I'll say one thing. Watching the season again so concurrently, I didn't remember how... I thought we had, like, more of the Red Lotus, like, background and them kicking in fights and stuff. Kicking butts and, like, having fights. Or, like, more backstory of them. I would have loved... That and I thought we would have gotten more, 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 more Red Lotus. Stuff. Yeah, 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 I thought I they agree. Were, yeah, they weren't as prominent as I was hoping they were, but they were still like you know significantly uh, great. I feel like though, like they were used just enough where you want to know more oh, about yeah. them without anything getting ruined. Yeah, I'd love to see a comic about them about yes. their about mm, their attempt be... before with uh, Unalak in the past. That'd be great. Mm, so I want yeah. to ask a question. I know I'm not a, a host here, but I do want to ask a question to oh, all dear, of yeah. us uh, right. of the four Red Lotus. Who is your favorite? And this isn't just like. Style like yeah, character yeah. wise, lore wise, well, and you, and, ben, and bending abilities because uh, mine will surprise you. All right, well, do you want to go around? We'll start with Chris. Yeah, we'll start with you. <laughs> Put you on the spot. Oh, <laughs> of course. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Oh man. Uh, in ter- mm-hmm. in terms of so overall favorite. Ah, oh, God. It's, it's hard. It's, isn't it? It, <laughs> it is. It, it is hard. Um, probably. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm I'm debating between Zaheer and Gazan. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like, like the, because I'm I'm thinking about this lately. Like, the whole the whole goal of, uh, of the Red Lotus was just to let to to bring back what they believe was the true balance. Yeah. Like like what they they believe what they were doing was actually like for the greater good and and for the for the good of the world, despite being or requiring a tremendous amount of chaos and destruction in order Which, to achieve it. Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, the Red Lotus. Pretty much had a nuclear option mm-hmm. for their uh, for their goals. Listen to our young Justice yeah. episode to get what that's referenced to. It's pretty effed up, right? Yeah, <laughs> it really is. And I mean, like, I mean, I if I had if I had to pick, I'd say probably maybe Zaheer, just because like we got we got to get a lot more. Uh, there's a lot more screen time dedicated to him specifically, where he would be talking about like his views of the world and or like him representing the Red Lotus. We don't really we don't really get to hear a whole lot of of, of uh, Gazan, but just like first of all, one lava bending is fucking ridiculous. Oh yeah, incredibly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah but, but like he doesn't do like he he does like in addition to lava bending, he does also straight up earth bending. Yeah, he does. He, he, yeah. I mean, which, but I don't think we I don't think we ever see him like doing uh. Like fire bending by itself, it's only ever earth or lava. Now, and and to be fair, like with other benders like that, uh, like with Sue, she can metal bend just fine, but she can also earth bend like a pro too. Uh, that's yeah, fair. Yeah, but, no, no, but no, no, but I'm not, I'm not trying to. But, but you're right with something like that's a combo, like lava bending. Well, yeah, like Plea never uses straight fire bending. So yeah, you know, Sparky, Sparky, Sparky I, Blue I, Man. I'm pretty sure I was trying to think if she ever actually just like straight up like yeah. shoot fire from her hand. Yeah, which actually no, they only which, ever. You know, as I'm thinking about this, uh, and I think you might have, uh, I think you made a good point earlier. Like, it could actually be just its own, like you have, you know, bending of the four elements, right? Well, like this could be like its own individual, like not class or like genre of right. bending itself. Uh, yeah, its own branch of bending itself. Mm-hmm. Like, 
<clears throat> like, like we never see Pali do airbending uh, by ourselves. We never see Pali doing firebending. We only ever see the combustion. Yeah. We, and like, and so I guess you can you can make the argument that like lava bending is a, a, an extension of earth bending specifically, not like a mixture of fire. It's just an extension or going beyond with earth bending because we never see him do fire bending. It's yeah. only ever earth and lava. Yeah, I, I assume it's like, like I said earlier in the episode. I'm certain it's a straight up genetic thing because like way back in the day, Brian and Mike said that. Um, the ability to bend at all is 50% genetic, 50% spiritual. I think that if you have a firebending relative, but you are an earthbender, you can lava bend, because that is literally exactly Bolin's situation. One yeah. of his parents was a firebender, the other was an earthbender. We don't know, learn Gazan's backstory, but I'm certain that it has to do with it. But like, also, genetic-specific bending thing-wise, like bloodbending, like being able to do that whenever is a specific blood genetic thing that was developed by waterbenders. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. So, so, but, ha, so Haman was their like Hama. great great. Hama. Yeah, Hama. Sorry. She can do. She did it during the moon though. So, because Katara yeah. could only do it during the moon, full moon. Fair. But, but yeah. So, so like, like so, so yeah, we land on. But anyways, so like, like, like just so Gazan's be, uh, ability to to lava bed was was pretty fantastic. Uh, but I just, but I, I guess I really liked that. I really enjoyed um, like a Zahir as a character, just like like demonstrating like his his tie to like a very like. Like spiritual and, and freedom focused, uh, like mindset, and yeah. and and really and wanting to, you know, just to to strive for like true true balance and equality in the world. I mean, I mean, you know, uh, destructive and maybe arguably misguided as it was, <laughs> it was it was still it was still a really interesting perspective, and I admire that. And that cool. don't forget, first time in thousands of years, he can actually fly now. Oh yeah, that was, that was, that was pretty. That's an incredibly cool they ability. Yeah. They mentioned at one point in the beginning of, of the finale yeah. uh, episode, last Not episode, human. they just called it. He, he's like he unlocked an ancient form. It's like this is more mythical. There's literally only one report of any yeah, yeah, and it was ever Guru doing Lahima this himself. Right? Yeah. Mm. They call it ancient. No, that's mythical. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so you're going with Zahir? I think I'm going to go with Zahir. All right, Your now turn. it's my turn. Well, you guys know that I'm always pro Earth, Earth all the way, Earth exclusively. My favorite member of the Red Lotus, Plea. I absolutely <laughs> love Plea. And, and everything earthbending that she does. All the earthbending she does. No, but like the sparky, sparky boom thing, her huge, you know, like if you know anything about my taste, I love a large evil woman. So. <laughs> hey, dude, I can see why. I mean, Lark scene, she wasn't large, but she was large. She was evil. very evil. But no, like <laughs> she is so crazy good. She was like the primary threat all the time when they're ever concerned with any fight they were always saying she can literally snipe explosion anyone at any point she constantly has a rocket launcher with infinite ammo and she is <laughs> she is always on the scene and she, oh. always, she oh has a super God. scope and auto targeting she can go around corners and also yeah she's a freaking dope ass undercut and braid I'm like come on she's great I absolutely love play she's fantastic also she has some really tender scenes with Zaheer which you don't get with any of the other guys specifically we see her really open up and being nice we get a little bit a very tiny tiny sliver of backstory about a warlord using her to be a weapon. I'm like, that's incredible. Where did she learn combustion bending? How was she taught? Where did she get the tattoo? Like, all that stuff is so, like, high-conceptly, like, insane and detailed about the character that you never find out. Plea was, like, literally my favorite. She was so dope. She was so strong. And she was, like... I'm, I, and also, she had the best death, I think, in the entire series. <laughs> she had an incredibly insane death that was really, really... 
like deserved, oh. like and not deserved, but like oh, not deserved. She murdered people, but like <laughs> they're all like really, really cool. And it was she was amazing. I don't think she can go around corners, but yeah, Plea is my number one favorite because she was such a great character, and I wish she didn't get killed, but she would she would have been out of the series probably anyway. Uh, uh, you go. Yeah, I know. Screw you, Ed, because this is this is actually a really tough one because yeah. I agree with Chris Zahir. He was quite like extraordinary. He had a he had a mindset, and unlike and unlike you know the way he bends like Arabid, he just stuck with it kind of thing. And he would go to any lengths. Plea was really good, not only because of her ability of combustion and all that stuff, but yeah, she's she's a tall evil woman, <laughs> and and she had her moments where she was you know human, yeah. actually human. Mm-hmm. Guys, the Earthbender right here. So I mean, Lava Bender, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly enough, however, Mingwa is my favorite. First off, uh, first off, <laughs> she. I, I'm just gonna point the elephant in the room. She has no arms. Yeah, she was born with yeah. Armless, she was she was born with no arms, and so for her to even be able to do any kind of water bending at all. First off, it is extraordinary. Kind of like what Ed said. It, she obviously has to be doing it with her mind because she can't actually do anything with her arms. She has no... Uh, wait, what is it called when you do things with your arms? Somatic? Somatic, yeah. yeah. She has no somatic way of doing bending mm-hmm. like everyone else does. Everyone else needs to, too. Plus yeah. the fact that she doesn't just water bend like beyond a master, but she literally uses the water... As an extension to her, everyone says, you know, bending can be an extension of your body. Yeah, yeah. She liter- she does that to a literal sense because she that's that's how she moves around. That's how she has arms. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the, the, the other thing that wins me over is I love her jaded attitude because she's <laughs> she's literally that one person who's just like, oh, can, can, can we just can we just go now? Can we just do this? Yeah. Like, no, thing. you buried them already. Oh, yeah. and, and, and of course, you know, her making up stories about the guards. But in all seriousness, um, Ed has made some really good. Now, the, the whole argument on what is the best. I mean, obviously, I'm earthbending and I will always poke fun at Ed for making fun of waterbending. But there are a few exceptions. Sokka, Katara, and now Ming Hua. I mean, she... Oh my goodness. She, she's she's too extraordinary in my case because she was able to take a disability and turn it against... like And, and turn it, like, outward. Make it something that actually made her stronger than ever. And the fact that she can make, like, literally solid to liquid in, like, a blink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, my answer actually had kind of changed during this because originally I was going to be Zaheer because I love Ming-Hua, I love waterbending and everything, but as a character, I feel like she's underdeveloped comparative. Mm -hmm. And I was going to go with Zaheer because I thought, you know, I I enjoy everything, but over the conversation, I won't lie, and and it's not just to complete everything, (laughs) I'm going to go Gazan because, you know, as Chris pointed out, like, Zaheer was very, you know, talked a lot about his stuff, but Gazan... Agreed with it all, had his own moments into it, but had such a carefree attitude about it that it was really, you didn't see from anybody else. Zaheer was the idealist. Mingwa was the detached person just doing the job. Lee was, the, you know, the weapon turned human. But Gazan was just, you know, the guy who was like, yeah, I'm along for this ride, yeah, you know. Yeah, chillest, yeah. He was chill, lava bending in general, you know. Again, I joke about, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, everything with water bending and earth bending, but... Like, lava bending is legitimately destructive. Oh, yeah. 
and and everything. And to see him too, like one of the things we didn't kind of discuss as much was when he and Bolin fought for that last time. It started as an Earth versus Earth fight. Like guys, on didn't immediately go to lava bending mm-hmm. until a certain point. And it was a it was great to see him mix the two of them. And just again, what he brought to what the world is bending wise, I thought was super interesting. Oh yeah. You know, I, I love what Sahir does, you know, with a lot of the things he did. But just thinking about it more over this thing everyone else, I'm like, no, guys on because he's he's the guy who in one scene is trying to literally melt everybody <laughs> and then in another scene is joking and laughing with captives. Yeah. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> uh, well, so and, and, and we've got our picture, by the way. You got to put all of our faces now over the. Oh yeah, yeah, lovely bits. Yeah, 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 I'll definitely do that. Um, but yeah, um, that that actually was a, you're right. That was a very interesting outcome. We have one person who was like, I like I like the air guy. We have one earthbender who is like, yeah, I like, I like the fire, fire girl. <laughs> and we have the other we have the other earth guy who blatantly out of like out of the goodness of his heart makes fun of waterbending. Go with the waterbender. And we have the waterbender who blatantly makes fun of earthbending. Go with the earthbender. Of yeah. course, yeah. Interesting yeah. outcome. <laughs> but yeah, but no, that that was an excellent question because mm-hmm. now we actually had to sit down and think which one we actually did like. Oh yeah, I the red lotus were all incredibly fantastic. Oh, oh yeah, like definitely. The least favorite of, of mine is still one of my favorite Absolutely. of all of Korra. Yeah, they're incredibly good villains. Mm, oh yeah, they were. Oh, they're, they're great. So, I, they're I'd love so to get great. more of them in the comics someday. Those comics are still coming out. Even uh, Last Airbender comics and Korra comics are still coming yeah, out. Yeah, which so. I thought was interesting. That Last Airbender one. There's so much stuff to tell. There's about. a lot. Of, I mean, if you think about it, Aang lived to be about fifty-six. Fair. So yeah. there was another forty years of things, plus Korra having some time. So. Oh yeah. This is fair. Yeah. But yeah, they're absolutely fantastic. Uh, the season was great and amazing. We will end the episode now, guys. All right, so um, we'll get to us in a little bit, Matt. But yeah. um, Chris, you don't really use social media or anything anymore, do you? No, I have zero plugs. Okay, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I, do, do you still have any plugs, Ed? Uh, yes. Um, unfortunately, I've not been writing as much, but I you can still find me on Twitter at Ed Bobinchek. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, there might be more stuff coming down the line, but that's that's still in, in the, the works. works. Well, yeah. and plus, I mean, you you do have now two children instead of one. Yes, so, two children. Yeah, you, 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 you I mean, I had two children last time that we recorded. My one child did not something like a sexually reproduces. he wasn't. In your arms or in Leanne's arms? Was he? Yeah, he was. Wait, he was. That's what we were Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I time is something A that apparently <laughs> time, time literally has no meaning to me. Apparently, <laughs> um, and speaking of no meaning, oh, we do. Uh, oh, sorry, time time is. Is. Yeah, no, 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 oh, find me on Twitter. Um, you can still find my old What's the reviews. I had a bottle check. No, yeah, you have to tell for the podcast. No, he did. I said, he did. Yeah, that's the first thing he said. Whatever. No, 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 that's, that's the other stuff. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But uh, you still can't find my old writings at uh, darkstation.com. Darkstation.com. <laughs> yeah, just search my name. You can see some of my old reviews from the last two years. Not, not coming as fast, but they're still there, so read them. Nice. And, uh, now, and now, I mean, at the time of this recording, I keep saying this, I keep saying this, but I really am working on some project. See, unlike... Unlike my buddy Matt over here, mm. who's more, way more experienced at recording things than I, 
I'm not very like knowledgeable in the whole recording thing. That's why it's taking me so long. But I am working on a super secret project. Hopefully, I can get Matt's help a little bit on we'll see, just, we'll to make, see, yeah. just to make sure to get it off the ground at least. Okay. But now for the now for the sorry guys, but the most important one, the one with the most plugs. Oh uh, yeah, I gotta do Matthew Lewis P on Twitter, Matthew Lewis Podcasts on YouTube, Matthew Lewis Podcasts on Patreon. Thanks, Ed. Hey. <laughs> Matthew Lewis Podcasts uh, everywhere, email and all that junk. Uh, the Forgotten Minotaur King should be still going strong at this point. Things are going to popping off as they always are. Uh, that's all me, I think. And I can say, well, first off, thank you, Chris, and thank you, Ed, Thanks once again, for joining us for this. Yes. Yes. Us. And from uh, and from uh, from all of us to you viewers here, for uh, this is the Action Tune Brothers, and... Keep, Keep it, it sleazy. sleazy. You're supposed to join in. You're supposed to join in. <laughs> okay, fine. I take right, two. One more time, then. Right, uh, right, take right, take right. two. Fine. Take two. And uh, from all of us to you. <laughs> Keep, Keep it sleazy. sleazy. What did you say? Ed? <laughs> easy. He said easy. <laughs> Whatever. See you guys. <laughs>